check. <laughs> Looked over. We're here. It's happening. It's all happening. Get air on a dog. I know. Right now would be a good time for us to get a dog. Yeah. It's just so much. It is work. We have our place is kind of small. I mean, we have a yard, obviously. Like, I just kind of hate to do that on top of everything else with like his parents. And, oh yeah. You know what I mean? We've we've seriously thought about getting another cat. I'd love to have a cat. I like that we're talking about him like he's not here. I don't know why <laughs> that's making me so funny. The dog in front of me just stood up and looked at me. <laughs> you reminded me of Andy Dwyer for some fucking reason. I love Andy. Uh, I've gotten to where he's in England uh, and he met with uh, who who is Pete on uh, Shaun of the Dead. Pete. Yeah. Pete. Yeah. That guy. Um. Who was also yeah, in John Wick he, too? Like, went to England. That was like a weird. Yeah, and, and he was not fat prior at that point. He had lost because they got, they, they addressed it. They he yeah. said he's I lost like fifty pounds because I quit drinking beer. He's like that's all I did. I did anything different. He's like how much beer were you drinking? I don't know, man. It's probably a lot. <laughs> <laughs> On uh, one of the later episodes, they kind of it was really cute. It's like a Halloween episode, and there's a kid dressed up as Star Lord. Yeah, that's awesome. I know. I was like, oh. That's the best show. I can tell right now, though. Diane's pregnant. Because, um, you know, he was Burt Macklin trying to figure the whole thing out. And he was... I thought it was going to be Leslie. And uh turned out to be Diane. Mm-hmm. Diane Keaton? Yes. Lucy Lawless. Oh, Diane Lane? Lucy Lawless is hot. Still hot. She's probably 60. By the way, fucking Jerry retired and they shit on him. So Leslie went to go to his house. He deserves every bit of that shit he gets at work because his life is so fucking perfect at home. Did you not know that? Did you not know? Yes, I did. But this one just really drove the point that much more home. Like Christy Brinkley came to the door and she's fucking amazing. Yeah, because he's got the big cock. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Lucy Wallace is 52. Yeah. She looks great. He's got a big old horn on him. <laughs> yeah, Christ. I knew that. I saw that episode. <laughs> yeah. That man has the biggest penis I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> check, Aaron. Check, 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 check. One, two. One, two. Check. Hello. Hello. Yep. 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 Yellow. Let's see here. What could we... Hmm. Oh, what? We're going to discuss the Californians. This, the Californians? This, uh, God, it's so fucking... <laughs> such a stupid sketch. <laughs> it's great. That was going on with that? I could never, I could never be a drummer. Why are you looking at me? You're freaking me out, man. (laughs) (laughs) Quit rubbing your nipple. Freaking me out, you are a mess, cold counterfeit. Freaking me out, you are a mess. (laughs) 
<laughs> or what? You wore a mask, wasn't it? You wore a mask. I don't know. It's Fred Let's Durst. Let's listen to fucking Fred Durst, shall we? <laughs> What's, no, 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 no. I forbid it. <laughs> Fuck you. C O U N T E R. I E T. In the way. Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. God, they were so terrible. Excuse me. I don't remember this song at all. You don't? No. God. And you would think I would know this It was song. before they, they became so annoying. It was on their first album, $3 Billy All, because they were queer. <laughs> well, they had the Faith, re- you know, cover, which was great. Was it? I thought so. It was cool. It was, you know. And then there was this. Harmonics! <laughs> this is like something like metal John Ralphio would listen, listen to. Listen to all that fucking yeah. flanger effect. Mm. Or is that no? That it's sounds just, like a that's shitty. That sounds like a villain from an '80s music-themed cartoon. He would be the villain, Flanger. Schwemo. <laughs> 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 oh my god, it's Flanger! <laughs> <laughs> Get on the double bass guitar car something. That's the noise they make. Shwemo, tis I, the prince of podcasting, the bipolar rock and roll with the Sultan of Slits, the Godfather Gash. The world's foremost expert in laying down the dick. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I don't know. I thought I'd try to give myself a new superlative this week. Whenever well. You stopped using the genetic jackhammer. Oh, the genetic jackhammer, yeah. That's a good you one. You were really proud of that one. It, was, it is pretty fucking good. a good, good. one. God damn, genetic jackhammer. I needed to get that tattooed on me somewhere, actually. <laughs> so, you don't, <laughs> so you don't forget about it again. <laughs> as all, it's uh, two, six, episode 263, folks. 263. And as always, I'm joined by the world's first black man ever to ice skate backwards down the Cannonball River. Now, did you ever try to ice skate frontwards? Not possible. <laughs> the man who we suspect is a blood. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Most definitely. A new segment to called uh, Are You a Blood Bro? <laughs> so odd. <laughs> well, um, the vanilla gorilla, the Allegheny ape, Allegheny ape the. Susquehanna Simeon the, That as well <laughs> The Boomer Baboon <laughs> The Charlton Heights Chimp <laughs> Old Chucky Tater Sacks over there And as always the, uh, Laurel Creek's most dangerous man The uh, world's greatest claw machinist Father Farmer John Fisty This old John, Johnny Liberty Loads over there and as always, Aaron Elena. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> it's going to be too much with the superlatives. Yeah, it's a lot. It's so much. <laughs> we're going to have to put more. We're going to have to actually figure out things to talk about. Yeah. Know, for the first fifteen minutes. It's like yeah. Twenty minutes of nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like fucking Apollo Creed coming to the fucking ring. <laughs> the master of disaster. The Count of Monte Fisto. <laughs> 
I left. I, I rewatched that recently, and I left Rocky Four really hard. It's the best one. Yeah, it's yeah. the. It is easily the best. It's not. It's not. No, it's not the best one. It's, it's my the be- favorite one. It's well, yeah. I mean, that's what I meant. <laughs> it's one long montage. The best one is obviously Rocky One. As far as a film, if you're going, if you're going to be snooty about it, goddamn thing, Rocky Balboa is better than Rocky. I disagree. I. Agree with better what than, I just said. Than Rocky won. I disagree. I think so. Huh? We only will. I don't know why. I just, I just, I just think it's. I don't know if it's because all the emotion that's involved in it and huh. how they paid homage to. I would, I would not have, Shire would not have expected stuff. you to hold that position. Well, it is an odd position for me to hold, considering you're that I'm kind of a tra- you're kind of a traditionalist. <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah, I mean, he still thinks slavery. But I'm, be, I mean, I'm, I'm changing. <laughs> I mean, you. I'm going through changes. My favorite I mean, band is Changing Faces. I mean, oh. you still you still use a traditional like D style handguard on your rapier, and mm-hmm. I do, I do. <laughs> yes, I, I'm. I'm I, I use the buckler instead what? of the giant shield. I mean, if you're using you know still has more of a modern, if you're using a more modern design, it would protect your your hand a lot better. But you just said you just say no. I'm going to do it I'm, the way they did it in the 1400s. That's right. Not the way they did I'm, it I'm in sacrificing. The I'm sacrificing. Uh, still wear protection for speed. Still still has buckles on his shoes. Stubborn about it. Um, Where's a bow tie? A bow tie. Um, he has spurs, for God's sake. <laughs> no horse. <laughs> Every whenever he walks in, rode here he, on a proto horse that I created. Whenever he walks in, he you hear. Don't know where it's coming from. <laughs> and then he'll just say, "Time was," and then go off onto a long shadow on the trail. I use a lute instead of a guitar. <laughs> You call black people boy? <laughs> yeah, I had to sneak that one in. But you won't use modern tuners. You still use the peg that you have to like twist and push in at the yeah. same time. Yeah, I you have to get a cheater bar killed, to turn the goddamn I, thing. I killed actual cats for cat gut strings. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just fattening Amelia up so I can get yeah. the, th- the thickest strings on it. Then <sighs> the string is going to be plenty thick. <laughs> oh, they're going to be thick with two C's. As one fat feline. She's cute. She sucks. Fuck her. <laughs> She's no Benjamin. Cancel Benjamin. Yeah. He's a real piece of shit. <laughs> I came up with a pretty good Benjamin joke today. <laughs> it made me mad. And I'm not even a social justice warrior. <laughs> Let me find. I mean, he's bullying real well. <laughs> me... I mean, I respect that aspect, but. Yeah. But fuck, man. You know, you've, I've told you about yes, my other I, Benjamin I'm, jokes. I'm aware of Benjamin. Yeah. Here's a cute picture of Benjamin. <laughs> Benjamin is quite the looker, but he keeps calling the Sicilian chef next door a guinea sauce monkey (laughs) (laughs) tremendous he's got quite a mouth on him for such a small dog I I found I was like I looked up Italian slurs I made up sauce monkey but (laughs) guinea (laughs) guinea was perfect to go with sauce monkey guinea guinea catches it (laughs) but sauce monkey I came up with that myself so good. You've been watching a lot of Sopranos, too. I have so. been watching a lot of Sopranos. <laughs> <laughs> Not only have I been watching a lot of Sopranos, I've been watching a podcast with Michael Imperioli and Steve Sharippa what? from Sopranos that they just put out a couple weeks ago. They started. Is it called AO? It's O-A. called Talking Sopranos. <laughs> and it's just two guys from The Sopranos talking about it. And I love it. It's fucking fun to watch because it's big Steve Sharippa, the... Uh, Bobby Bacala, the uh, yeah. he's the sauce guy now. He is a sauce, yeah, sauce guy. 
He makes his own sauce. Apparently, it's really good, too. Yeah, and sells it. We now return to cutting a line in front of Italians. Hey! <laughs> oh, 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 hey! oh! I'm hey! walking in! Copernicus, why don't you navigate back to the line, stand there in your shoes and your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what's another thing that Italians can react? Uh, we now uh, return to uh, the Jets score a touchdown over the Giants. <laughs> oh, oh! Watch out, guy. J E T S. Jets, Jets, Jets. But for some reason, everybody in the Sopranos are big fans of the Jets, but not the Giants. And they both play in New in New Jersey, but they're from New York, so I don't understand. <laughs> they are Italian, I guess. Yeah. You've always been a ridiculous people. <laughs> a ridiculous people. You know, we're still allowed to make racial slurs about Italians. That's yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for some Irish ones. Somebody throw out some Irish ones. I need to watch some uh, some Irish mob movies. Departed. Well, I mean, but it's so good. There's nothing ridiculous about any of them, really. I mean, they're, we are the finest race on the planet. But okay. Whoa. Fucking. <laughs> The Celts are su- that. the Celts are superior. <laughs> potato eating losers. <laughs> Shove a potato up your ass. Oh my god, guys! Get bombed. So, so I was recording. I was recording this guy throwing <laughs> this guy for the for the for the teaser for the episode that I do almost every week. And right when I press play, I want y'all to hear this. <laughs> Total accident. No, plug it in so we can really hear it. That's great. This is when I believe there might be a higher power, you know? <laughs> like, like, yeah, how's that? I know. Like, how, how? This is random. I'm channeling him. Oops, hold on. I mean, we are the finest, right? <laughs> <laughs> hold on. There's no context. The volume's not up. There's no context at all. Oh, that's perfect. I mean, we are the finest, right? <laughs> that is perfect. Uh, I love this job. Yeah. And then now people are going to see that. They're yeah. going to hear this episode, and they're going to go and look. And that's it's going to it's going to make it for us. We're going to go viral now because Man. that was so cool. Cancel and people Charles. are going to get it. Chris Cuomo's going to Charles. Have, Chris Cuomo's going to have me on and really he's going to take it. So you think so you think Irish are the finest race on the planet, huh? There, Mister Irish guy, huh? Well, I'm afraid. I mean, I'm Chris Cuomo. You're like, well, let's get after it then. And I've had the coronavirus. I'm Chris- <coughs> I'm cough Cuomo. Yeah. <laughs> coughing Chris Cuomo. That, That's a fighting name. If I fought him, coughing, he'd be coughing, Chris Cuomo. coughing Chris. And I really like him too, by the way. He's a uh, um, all throughout his uh, his his bout with COVID nineteen. He, uh, I mean, Corbin Cobain eleven. <laughs> Whatever it is, he, he's put out workout videos. <laughs> he's yeah, he's like, I'm doing deadlifts. What do you want? He's a machine. I mean, he's. <laughs> he's and I like he, it. And he goes over to his protein shaker with sauce in it. You, <laughs> dr- you got to drink the gravy before the workout. <laughs> he's fucking noodles does deadlifts. and gravy. Noodles. It's not a soup. A light drizzling of the gravy. Did you see it's when not they, a fucking? Did you soup. see when they went to Italy? And of that course episode. I saw. Man, the Italians really hated the American Italians. They really do. Really despise. It's sort of like how. Af- <laughs> African black people hate American black people. Well, it's like any group. Like uh, people from Ireland, it's a little bit softer with them. They like they they're proud of like Irish Americans. Like there's pictures of John Kennedy and stuff over there. Mm-hmm. But they hate they call it. him Jack. Yeah, 
they hate it when somebody says I'm Irish as opposed to saying I'm an American of Irish descent, you know, or Irish American. It's just so yeah. long. Like, can we? Well, that's what I'm saying. We, we can we can say it, but you when you're talking to them, you know, a girl said it and she was dumb and nobody liked her. So the guy looked at her and said, oh, "How you figure that?" And she was <laughs> just like, and, and I was just like, "We are the finest race." <laughs> Oh, it's so, good. <laughs> so, good. It's so funny. <laughs> I've captured you. I mean, that was completely random. Yeah, that one's really We have so much evidence. <laughs> it was a three-second video. I didn't clip it. That was the, that was what I recorded, and it caught that. Uh, Out of context racism with a toy being thrown. Oh, have you ever heard the song "Accidental Racist"? Let's get into it, shall we? <laughs> Boy, howdy. This is going to be fun. What's fun about this is it's a Brad Paisley song. And Brad Paisley, of course, is from West Virginia. Is this one where he's with with Nelly? Wait, Burt Kreischer has a song called Accidental Racism, too. It's probably a track from his one of his albums. I, I think this is that really terrible song that Brad Paisley did. It's among a lot of those. Got some good songs. He does have some good songs. Um, like, I'm gonna miss her. That's a good one. Talk about fishing. Um, I love fishing. <laughs> to the man that waited on me, and the Starbucks down on me. I hope you understand. I would have came in with the harmony later, but whatever. When I put on that t shirt. The only thing I meant to say Is this about the fucking rebel flag? I'm a Skinner fan I hate it fucking already Red flag on my chest Somehow's like the elephant In the corner of the sound How do we, Have we never talked about this before? I've never yeah. heard right that And I really like him And this, this is, this is so actually a bummer bad. for me it's a proud rebel son with an old can of worms. Okay, let's let's just let's get into this. Let's get into the whole fucking. Hold on, now you think now this isn't though. They they use that flag forever. They yeah. use the rebel flag. You, th- you see the rebel flag. You don't. I mean, I think Leonard's I think of Dukes of Hazard and Leonard Skinner and. Yeah, but and you're, you're, know, but can you you're not a black country person. song talking about going to Starbucks, you piece of shit. That's not country. And you're not, and you're not a black person in America. I mean, that's that, true. that shit is fucking. He, that know, is he, hateful to them. You know what they, he should have done? He should have started it talking about going to like a little like Taylor Books. Like if he really wanted to, yeah, like support or the local Bellevue Mall. small business. The Bellevue Mall. He should have talked about how he went and bought a yes. skinner shirt from the Bellevue yeah, Mall. Exactly. <laughs> Do you know the Bellevue There's Mall? There's nothing more country than that. The Bellevue Mall. <laughs> Do you know uh, the turnoff when you go? They were you can keep going to Dixie, for a long time. or go, mm-hmm. or you can t- take a right and go to Belva. Before that, there used to be a nice, really huge, wide spot where people they would during the spring and summer they just set up like kind of a flea market type deal, right? And we called the Bellevue Mall and sell, okay, yeah. you know, and sell all boot, the stuff. Goods. like where you bought this at. That's back when we had a functional economy. Yes, so. uh, uh, you, the place where you got this flag. They would have had lots of stuff like that, right? And turquoise and knives, yes. And like, lots of <laughs> you could get five things, like, lots of bandanas, yes. Oh yeah. My favorite line for that fucking play. Have, and tied had, had John, pods you for heard, some reason. Have you ever heard the commercial <laughs> that we cut for that? We that that fucking we. That I did that by that myself. Cut for that. I mean, <laughs> God, goddamn you fucking prima donna over here. <laughs> hey, <laughs> give the man credit. Credit where it's due. Mm. God, God, Should I pull goddamn it up? collectivists? Can you even find it? I can find it. Hell yeah! It's uh, it's on YouTube. You think you're gonna want this one? Maybe. Crazy. 
Hey guys, um, we got our first sponsor this week. God. Unfortunately, we uh, <laughs> so weren't able yeah. to um, pick out what they said in their ad. Uh, but they've already paid us, and we've already spent the money. So <laughs> we're just going to go ahead and read the ad as they put it, even though we may not necessarily agree with what it says. So here goes what our first ad. Three, I think, maybe? Gee. Recently, big box retailers such as Walmart, eBay, Amazon, and Sears have announced that they Sears. will no longer Shit. carry Confederate flag memorabilia. Worry not, my southern brothers and sisters. You can always head to the Belva Mall, located in scenic Belva, West Virginia, where you'll find an array of Confederate flags and Confederate flag-related items perfect for the good old boy on the go. Arrive at your sweetheart's door with the stylish It's a White Thing You Wouldn't Understand t-shirt. Go out on the town with your boys in our elegant leather vest with the South Will Rise Again painstakingly embroidered across the shoulders. Protest a filthy gay wedding in our elegant and always classy heritage, not hate t-shirt with matching trucker hat. If it's not just clothing you're looking for, we've got your lily white hind end covered. Always arrive in style by adorning your unreasonably jacked up truck with an assortment of illegal decals featuring Calvin pissing on things like the Ford logo, the Chevy logo, any NASCAR driver's number, President Obama, First Lady Michelle Obama, and don't forget about the first daughters. You gotta, gotta collect, collect them all. <laughs> That's flags you want. You're in luck, Sally Jesse Raphael. <laughs> we have your standard flag, of course, but if you want to spice it up, try a Confederate flag that has a picture of a Native American chief <laughs> right smack in the middle of it. The irony is rich and succulent. It's so actually, come it's on down actually, to the Belva Mall actually not totally because what some think is a symbol of There's, hate, we think There's is a lot of stories about great. that, too, yeah. Oh, man. Do you have that as a soundbite itself? No, it's just on YouTube. It's 55 views, so not bad. I bet half of them are me. No, share that to me. I'm going to share this. (laughs) No, uh, what John was saying is absolutely true. There were Native Americans that fought for the Confederacy because they wanted to destroy the United States. So they didn't believe in Uh, really the... uh, I mean, what everything I've read, they didn't necessarily believe in what the Confederacy stood for. They didn't... They just thought it was... Well, but they acknowledged that the... uh, that the United States was the greater imperialistic threat. Sure. Yeah. And, oh, and, the, one, and the one more responsible for their destruction. <laughs> and the ones who are trying to, you know, well, I mean, at that point, exert their force on others to a greater degree. That included that included the natives. Well, and the, and the thing about that, too, is, is that what a lot of people don't understand is at the same time that Union troops were fighting the Confederates in the South, they were all throughout out west trying to subjugate the Lakota. Oh yeah, what happened? And, and we're what losing, what happened the right after they after the the uh, the beloved North won the Civil War? There was this whole thing with um, you know you know the war the Native American wars. Sure, that it was basically just the Civil War. They took that momentum from that war machine and just applied it. As soon as they as soon as they beat the the man the the Southern guys that talk funny, they went westward westward and conquered the. The brown skins. Didn't everybody talk funny then? No, I, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't talking well, much at all, but. 
<laughs> he, he could have had many you're, lives before. You're assuming that I'm not, not a, a time traveler. He's not a, not a time traveler. <laughs> <laughs> or like like Wolverine. Yeah. He, he fought in the Civil War. John Vereen. Ben Vereen. <laughs> Somebody needs to get on that. You know that ben Vereen with you the know claws that scene, dances all over. You know that scene at the beginning of Dances with Wolves where where my hero Kevin Costner was was about to get his leg sawn off by yes. the doctor. It's a great scene, by the way. I was there. Oh, okay. There you go. I mean, you just had you were pass. on the movie set. You were on the set. At, oh, at no. The I mean, historically, event. you were at the historical event while they were sh- while they were documenting the event. You traveled back in time with the film crew. Uh, no, not with the film crew. I was by myself, oh, but but they were. They also happened there. to be there. <laughs> <laughs> they were sharing the rift. Like, oh, the 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 space the space time rift. Man, yeah, reality television's really taking a different uh, turn. Yeah, it used to be so good. Yeah, now it's shit. just like my six hundred pound life. We're supposed God. to feel sorry for this dipshit that won't stop shoving Oreos it up used his to ass. Be real. <laughs> I mean, I can understand shoving a few Oreos up your ass just for the just, sugar rush. Just to see but, how, it, how it works out. <laughs> <laughs> but to continually do it over 30 years. And then shit out of your mouth. Do we want to go continue with this accidental racist song? Because LL Cool J comes in. No, Wait, I don't. Want, I don't. Let's go, let's go. No. No. It's so bad. Oh, do we, are we restarting it? Did it restart? I didn't mean for it to restart. You black asshole. Skinner fans. Looking like I got a lot to learn But from my point of view One thing about Brad Paisley He's a great guitar player He's a really good guitar Cool J was in Trying to Yellow Cool J was in Pete and Pete. Yeah, he was one of the teachers. Uh, shit, we can list off the fucking Iggy Pop, BB Newworth. Oh yeah, a whole bunch of Chris Elliott. Uh, Let's save it for favorite things. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure LL Cool J comes in the second verse. I don't think it's LL. He drops a hot bar. I mean, it says right here it's LL Cool J. Cool? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I thought it was somebody else. Were you hoping it was Nelly? <laughs> yes, I was actually. I'm the la- I'm, I used to love Nelly. You know he's coming to the Clay Center. Like, how do you go to a Nelly concert at the Clay Center? How are you supposed to dance in this? Very uncomfortably. Right? Hurting. It's going to be weird. I kind of want to go. <laughs> I, would, you know, I would bring my own rug just to cut it. <laughs> you guys know how I like to dance. Yeah. And I'm still okay. Maybe, to- maybe you should start hanging out with some nurses then. Oh. <laughs> we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, fuck it. No. I don't care anymore. It's Ella Cool J comes in and says, I'm black, so you don't understand. And then they're like, okay, man, hug it out. What? And then they do a standing 69. All right. (laughs) Ella Cool J is the bass. Of course. He's stronger. He's jacked. Sure. He's jacked. I like the I like the song Double XL. I'm a double XL. And then on the video, they've got like a big muscular black guy. Which, like hanging out in the video, any clue who it's does like that a, one? it's like a penis innuendo thing. Ah, gotcha. I don't get this. I don't remember. I don't know this. Double XL. No, um, okay, no, I've got multiple great. songs for Double XL here. It's the most country ass one. I mean, it was, it was a mainstream country song. Just mm. sing it. You guys remember that chew tobacco spit song? Chew tobacco, chew. It sounded very much like that song. <laughs> Maybe I can find it. I forget the name of the asshole that sung that song. Yeah, I mean, I've got like seven different people named Double XL. No, yeah, it's it's the name of the song. Double um, XL Country. Yeah, that that probably would have been good song. I got it. Keith Anderson. 
Keith Anderson. You know I hate people named Keith. You know that? My roommate at WVU was named Keith. Couldn't stand that kid. Sucked. <laughs> Fuck Keith. I have one friend named Keith I don't hate. I don't really hate people named Keith. I just hated my uh Oh no no. My you roommate. said it, don't walk it back. I have no don't walk back. Named Can I not be hyperbolous? <clears throat> okay, are y'all ready for this? I'm pretty ready. This sounds like a big and rich song. It does. I like the riff though. Well, mama was exhausted after she had me. Two nurses to hold me, one nurse to slap me. Doctor turned to mama and he shook his head, wiped the sweat. Hey, Tommy Lee. Then he said, He must have had ramp up the charts as far as I can tell. Mama, he's a double A. Talk about wee wee. (laughs) It's double entendre, Elena. <laughs> and each verse just adds another layer of meaning. It's so clever. That's Eddie George. Son, you're a double XL. Double XL. Double XL. Just knowing this is out there depresses me. It really bums me out. Oh, it was top, it was top forty country for quite a while. Country's garbage. Baby, I'm a double XL. This is fucking terrible. Country really went downhill whenever. Uh, <laughs> you know what would make this Can great? If Sturgill Simpson came with a shotgun and shot that guy in the face. Well, that's not gonna happen. I can hope. No, Sturgill's a nice guy. That means they like big penises. Yeah, big giant. Healthy. They like big wieners. Elena, do you like big wieners? Not a fan. Not a fan? Is that what she tells you? (laughs) I like the way he jumped in. Baby. So fast. He was, he was crouching. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna say, no. "Get You know what is what is uh, <laughs> fascinating? Uh, a few years ago, I went and saw that. Uh, who's that fucking country guy? I went and saw that one time a few years ago. Yeah. Free tickets. Uh, yeah, I remember you, you, Brantley Gilbert. Brantley Gilbert. Yeah, and like it sucked, but the band. Watching the band is amazing because yeah. they're all they're fucking really good pro. Yeah, it's a and all the, chi- all the chicks were hot product. too. All the chicks there all he is. Of course. Oh yeah, that's Eddie, Eddie George. George. Eddie George. That's one of the greatest running backs of all time. He's a double. Oddly, I love it because he's not he's not built to be running back. Got a big wiener. Very likely. <laughs> but I'm saying he was uh, he was actually a little like way too tall to be running back. Yeah, usually running backs. Are, Little shorter. Sure. I got into it when he it was him on the Titans. He was the quarterback. He died. Steve Air McNair. Yes. yes. That was Played like the only Alcorn time State. I got into it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. He was uh, the quarterback for Alcorn State. Won the Heisman from a, a historically black college. Yeah. From a, they, I think they would have been uh, FBS school now. Yeah. They'd be. They. They were one, one, one double A. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what they were back then. I, th- I think they're I'm good, sure one of the good ball team. John Radcliffe knows a lot about college football. He might be able to correct us. He's, man, I've not. That's that's one of the things I'm really upset about is past few years with working and being so obsessed with the things I'm obsessed with is that. One of the things that went by his wayside is college football. I would say yeah. massive college football fan. Well, it's canceled I'm, now, so. Nah, it's coming back. You think they're going to not have yeah, football They're not going to have that cash cow shit. Alabama fucking football games alone could fucking solve the national debt. It's 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 a billion, billion, billion dollar thing. They'll, they're going to figure it out at some point. And then you got that. Who's that? Who's the guy coaching at Clemson? He's. Debo. Yeah. Yebo Debo do. Debo Sweeney. Yeah. Well, you don't like him? Not really. Why? Because do I do? don't like Clemson. Oh, well, I don't, I don't like Clemson either. I don't know. They're a, they pl- they play a power puff schedule. They do. And then they, at the end of the season, they they beat up some team who's been ground up probably in the, in the SEC. Yeah. Or, you know, the Big 12. Maybe even the Big 10. You know, I mean, the Big 10 has – they're not as tough as they used to be. But And they know, got like 17 teams now. Yeah, that's it. but the thing you know, it's just mathematically inaccurate. It's like when Notre Dame would somehow magically get the you know, like it's not really big, con their way really into tight. fucking getting in, into the fucking national championship game and get demolished because they don't fucking belong there. You know? Yeah, Notre Dame, they're uh, the favoritism towards them has sort of worn off. I think over the last fifteen years or so. Well, they're gonna have to pick a conference. They're they, gonna they have, have to pick a conference. They have picked a conference in everything but football. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. They, they and they they somehow still think that's relevant. It's not relevant. You're not relevant as a football team anymore. You're just not. You're only relevant if you win. Well, I'm saying that they're not competitive. They're not really that competitive. So, well, they win most of their games, I think. Yeah, but who the fuck do they play? Let's look up their fucking schedule then. I'm not going to sit here and have you <clears throat> I don't have you talking about shit about Notre this. Dame, you son of a bitch. God, fighting Irish, my fucking ass. I love that. Yeah, the, it's a, a French French word. Is that what it is? <laughs> no, actually, it's not. No, actually, it's not anything to do okay. with it. Who do you like? I feel like that would be a shorter list. Here's their upcoming in college football. Yeah, West Virginia first, of course. Right. I, I like Alabama. You uh, like Alabama? Yes. Ugh. You hear that, Jay Grace? What's wrong with Alabama? Hey, I like Alabama too. West Virginia man coaches them. I know Auburn. They I like Auburn, win. which is odd. Over. Liking Alabama and I like Auburn. Yeah, but you're um, not really from. I go. Alabama. I go back uh, to the teams that I used to use on NCAA college football. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> I would use the most obscure team I could get my fucking. I always on. used the Mountaineers. Right. But if I was playing against somebody Dude, that I was good, NCAA football, I would pick a better team. Of course, unless so, it was the Pat White, Steve Slayton. Yeah, years. that's one of the best yeah. teams I ever had. On that was there. so fun. But uh, I would. I would. Two thousand seven was fucking. I would pick uh, Alabama, USC. Fuck, I hate USC. Uh, Michigan. <laughs> I would pick Michigan. But Michigan. here's here is uh, Notre Dame's schedule coming up this season: Navy, Arkansas. Those are uh, two powder puff. Arkansas, Arkansas is not Arkansas Navy's depends. Navy's a tough Navy's out. actually coming back They're a tough they're, out They're actually coming back But Arkansas It depends on which year You catch them in mm-hmm. They are an SEC football team But usually they're the Punching bag of the SEC Western Michigan Boo They can beat They'll definitely they, I won't they're say they'll a, definitely they're a, they're Beat them They're a Mac them. team Fuck them uh, Wake Forest Fuck them <laughs> A weak <laughs> ACC team But they have a deal Since they're in ACC And everything else they have to play a certain amount of ACC teams in They're football. They're in Greensboro, not Wake Forest. It's bullshit. Um, it's true. Wisconsin. That's, no, that's a, tough a tough team. One. That's a tough one. Stanford. That They're usually pretty uh, tough. It depends. They, you know, sometimes, yes. Pittsburgh. Eat not, shit, Pitt. Not really that good anymore. Duke. That's a fucking power. Sometimes they're tough. Sometimes they're tough. They, they have not been they're tough in years. School. They were pretty good a few years ago. 
Yeah, they had like yeah, one. Yeah, but that, I mean, that's the first time in 30 years. I'm just saying good. they were pretty good a few years ago. Fair enough. But they're not, <laughs> traditionally, they're not that great. This is hilarious. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just want to really Georgia funny. Tech. Georgia uh, Tech. Pretty, pretty, miss. pretty solid. Hit or miss. Louisville. Uh, they're usually pretty solid. Conference USA team. Hey, they're fucking Big East or whatever that is. Old now. Big East. A, uh, all of... American Athletic Conference or whatever, yes. the, whatever the Big East changed to, yeah. they should. Uh, and USC, of course. USC is a tough game. So that game that that is not as much a powder puff schedule as some people have. But some of the people, man, Alabama's schedule is a murderer's fucking row. I mean they they're playing everybody in the SEC, everybody. And well, it's, but it's not every year. It does shift sometimes. But you know, you got Georgia in there, you got Auburn, they have to play Auburn every year, last game of the fucking season, and Auburn is always it doesn't matter if Auburn lost every other fucking game. They're coming to that game hyped. They're they're trying to ruin their season or get into a national championship game. That's why so, I liked when we were in the Big East and we played like Pitt and like those old like, rivalries are, like, are it where fun. it's at. Well, here's the thing. In the eighties, I think, before the Big East, there was supposed they, they were trying to put together a conference, or even before the Big Ten or whatever, maybe in the seventies. I'm not sure. John Radcliffe can probably comment on this. Um, they were trying to put together a conference with WVU, Pitt, Penn State, Ohio State, um, like an Allegheny, yeah, like conference, yeah. What it should be, sure. Uh, maybe Eastern Carolina might be in that conference. Yeah, that's a great conference. Mm-hmm. Um, Syracuse would have been in that conference, I think. Syracuse, I'm not sure. Syracuse used to be a big West Virginia rival. Yeah, yeah. It just states either one state away or two states away and that's all we played virginia would have been it mm-hmm. tech would have been it virginia tech yeah, would have been in it that'd been good. that's been a really good conference yeah yeah it, and it's it perfect made more sense because it's, it's a every game is a seven hour bus ride away yeah it's we don't fucking belong in the big 12 we are not we're not geographically we don't fit we don't fit in the style of football they play we don't culturally you know, we don't culturally really we're not the same we actually were a better fit for either ironically ACC. for well no i disagree i think we're either a good foot for the good fit for the sec or the big 10 yeah and we would have been a dark horse every year in those in those conferences. Like it would have been that team, man. Don't sleep on West Virginia because they're going to. It'd have been a few years ball. before we'd have been a a dark horse. Well, in dude, the, we uh, took we we took Alabama SEC. down to the wire a few years ago when they were good. You know, I mean, they're shit. They're always good. Yeah, they're but never I'm saying, not bad. But I'm saying they were a real contender yet yeah. that year. I mean, there was no. They're a real contender fucking every year. I'm saying it was going to be a walk for them that year. Yeah, and West Virginia played them tough, and they only beat them by a touchdown. I think so. Yeah. It was opening is opening game of the season. Yeah, it was. So, it was. I think it was the opening game of the season for. And then Auburn, we've beaten Auburn more than we've lost to them. So I think recently, I think we're one and one against them. But I don't know about the historical uh, historical. I think record. I think against Auburn, we are in the positive. I mean, we and then you have uh, LSU. Um, man, those were those were good games. They work, but but man. I don't know, man. I always like Alabama because they're very disciplined. They come in, they keep their fucking mouth shut, they get, they go on the field, and they beat the shit out of you I'm without just saying tired a word. of like these the same teams winning year after year. Like fucking. If you're well coached, what are you going to do? You know, you I want just feel like there's win? so much money pumped into those schools, there those programs, is. that there's absolutely no way is. that like smaller schools could ever compete. It's with. It's not fair. Bullshit. <laughs> I mean. We have the. This is going to keep recorders. playing forever. This is going to be awesome. It's great. <laughs> you said it. I mean, you said it. <laughs> um, it's going to cause a firestorm. No, it's not. Nobody cares what You're we not do. On social media. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best thing. You canceled if, yourself. If, 
Can't if something Charles. if something does happen and like we come under fire, all of a sudden we gain a bunch of listeners and we come under fire, you're not even going to know. Because you're not on. Yeah. I'll, I'll copy right and paste now, it. Though, and send it to you. That's what that's what Eric July d- does. He says monetize your haters. <laughs> you're nobody till somebody hates you. All PR is good PR. Well, I just. <laughs> But right now is the time to be racist with <laughs> with the Rona. Right <laughs> I wish we Nobody's going to cancel you I right wish now. We isolated that. I mean, it's state. there. But I'm saying, if you want to get right some at, stuff out, Chuck, right at 40 minutes. 40 minutes. Right at 40 minutes. Elena says, Incredible. right now is the time to be racist. Honestly, all the uh, all the um, snowflakey. Uh, cancel culture shit has just really taken a missile to the cock because there. <laughs> what are you gonna do? I mean, there's. What are you gonna do? Come out of your house, you piece of shit. <laughs> there's just nothing that can be done now. Right. It's just. Well, I don't. I just. And if they do something, then we can all be like, "You need to stay home." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> stupid. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Is there not bigger things to worry about? <laughs> yeah, like yeah. we have enough going on. Like I can't yeah. find toilet paper. So. <laughs> well, uh, you know. It, it is, you know, a joke. You know, Antifa is is kind of shut down too, but uh, it's also not a joke because the Occupy Wall Street thing that would have been going on if this was two thousand eight is yeah. also shut down. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Gee, I wonder why. Yeah. Everything's shut down. Well, not everything. People are. I uh, think they wanted to. They reopened Georgia yesterday. Wipe the country. <laughs> <laughs> Andy Dwyer. George is always on my, 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 um, their governor's been getting a lot of shit because he just He's an was idiot. Like, well, listen, this. how many studies have we seen now with the antibody studies? Yeah, this says 85 times more people have been infected with it and nobody knew. Which brings the mortality rate to point down exponentially. It, it, 85 times. 0.1 and 0.5% is what it is. And um, I'm just going to go ahead and gloat and say that I... Nostradamus predicted on Facebook (laughs) the fucking number 0.155 ish is what the actual mortality rate (laughs) is and they've been saying consistently for the past week or so three different studies between 0.1 and 0.3 three different studies uh, that was five fucking weeks ago what we're what we have historically been led to believe are Trusted institutions They're Harvard. saying They're saying 3.4% mortality rate 8% mortality rate In Italy You know Italy I can believe Cause I mean Yeah these, Those fucking grease balls <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's healthy over there They're all smoking They're all like, Give me the gabagool And fucking manigot I was I was gonna disagree with you And then the, the racism came <laughs> yeah, in no, I was no, like, no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right Again now's the time <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I love saying grease balls. <laughs> Those goombas have, in- have have integrated into our society for far Those too long. Fucking gravy goons. <laughs> One of my favorite things is trading racial insults with my Italian friend over. Oh yeah, over Facebook Messenger. It's fucking tremendous. One of my best ones is that they had this GIF of all the Mario's through the ears. So you're like walking. You're I said, guy? "Look, it's the evolutionary progression of the Italian race." Like <laughs> go up to the fucking current Mario. That was my finest moment. He said, "I'm done." And he fucking he quit. Um, so. Speaking of sports starting again, old dad. Not me. I'm referring to Dana White as old dad now. <laughs> May, um, May 9th, the UFC is back, baby. Hell yeah. Are they going to be fighting on their island? No, this is going to be in Florida, but I do look forward to Fight Island, and I hope they call it Akumite. 
because they're and they fight on like one of those weird ramps. Fuck it. Let's just have a kumite. I hope they set up a thing of bricks that everybody has to break a brick to get into them. <laughs> they're fighting the bowl, man. Yeah. Yeah, like the big fucking bowl. Then, and they're also <laughs> the UFC. Uh, the first event that they're coming back is UFC 249 on May 9th. Then they're having another one that Wednesday. It's going to be free on ESPN or ESPN Plus, whichever one. Then the next Saturday, there's another one that's going to be free on ESPN or ESPN Plus. Oh, shit. Yeah. But this card for um, uh, May 9th, if I can fucking get to it, I'm just scrolling through all the cute pictures that I started posting. Hmm. Uh, that's a great way to get some oxytocin if you just want to get some likes. Yep. Cute Sh- pictures, bud. Share a fucking cat pic. It'll be fine. I also have something else I want to show Chuck here. Good Lord. All right. Here's the fight lineup. Here's the prelims. Ryan Spann versus Sam Alvey. I know who both of those are. Bryce Mitchell versus Charles Rosa. Vicente Luque versus Nico Price. Hinaldo Jacare Souza versus Uriah Hall. That'll be crazy. Carla Esparza versus Michelle Waterston. That'll be crazy. Fabricio Verdum. Versus Alexi Olenek. That's the guy that does what they call the the weird choke that everybody sees. Donald Cowboy Cerrone versus Anthony fucking Pettis. No shit. What? Yeah, that's the, that's the prelims. No oh, shit. Fun. The Did, main card. This is May. Yeah, May 9th. Two weeks from today. Gosh. Greg Hardy versus Jorgen DeCastro. That'll be crazy. Heavyweight fight. Jeremy Lil Heathen, Heathen Stevens versus Calvin Cater. That'll be crazy. Francis Ngannou Hell yeah. versus Jarenzo Z- Rosenstruck. I don't know. Look up that fucking dude. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you got to spell that. Just look up yeah, R-O-Z-E-N and it should come up. <laughs> it's, like, it's the longest, like weirdest name. Henry Cejudo versus Dominic Cruz for the bantamweight title. Fuck yeah. Tony Ferguson versus Justin, Justin Gaethje for the interim lightweight mm. title. That would be mm-hmm. fucking crazy. Mm. <laughs> that's like, that's like Donald Trump versus Hulk Hogan. It's just like you just. Ha- I mean, they're both just firecrackers. You just have no idea. Here's that Rosenstruck guy. I know you've seen him, John. Yeah, I've been out of for a couple of years. He just kind of just showed up here recently in the UFC. He fought Alistair Overeem recently and knocked him the fuck out. No shit. He was losing the fight up until like the last 10 seconds. Let me see if I can find that. Mm. That's going to be fun. I can't believe it's since May. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's been going, <clears throat> time's been going slow but fast. Yeah, it seems like it should be in June, but it also, like we should we should be in June right now, but also it seems like it... It's felt like it's the time between Christmas and New Year's for the past three months. Yeah, yeah it's weird. It's like the longest spring. But I like just every Tuesday for the past two months, I've felt like it should be Friday. Yeah. I don't know. My days are... I don't even know what day it is. Well, I can't find the video of the knockout, but he, he was getting his ass kicked for most of the fight. Not really getting his ass kicked. He wasn't getting m- m- mauled by uh, Overeem by any stretch of the imagination. But Overeem was out pointing him. Then with like 10 seconds left, he just fucking threw a hammer at him and fucking hammered him. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Like <laughs> if he did, could have just stayed on his feet and the referee pulled him off, pulled him off. If over him could have just stayed on his feet, he wouldn't want them points. But in the schoolyard, we wouldn't have called that a win. You know, hmm. 
Anyway, you guys want to do favorite things? Yeah. No. Just one time somebody say no, you know? I feel like I have. You have. (laughs) (laughs) I almost just did. But I'm trying to be... I'm doing different versions of favorite things now. This is John motherfucking Coltrane. Oh, damn. Nice. I hate the saxophone, but... (laughs) This is great. But everything else is great, though. You got the the drummer just lightly tapping that rock what a, symbol. What a snooty instrument. <laughs> the sax. Yeah. Do you even hate it in like Springsteen songs? I love the saxophone as as an orchestral instrument. Oh, yeah. I hate it as a solo instrument. Okay. I love the bit on uh, Todd Glass's podcast though when they played no. <laughs> Family Guy theme song. The kid just keeps the only the song he knows. Yeah, but it's a trum- that's a trumpet. Yeah, but oh, still. I thought it was a sax. Yeah, they look the same. They don't look the same. No, I thought it was a sax. What's your favorite, like, uh, woodwind or brass instrument yeah, as a solo instrument? Blowy. As a solo instrument? Yeah. Hmm. You can play most. Uh, you can play most. Uh, brass. I'm not a woodwinds guy, but yeah. I, yeah, I'm a brass guy. I mean, honestly, like, as a solo instrument, I like the I like the bone. So I'm gonna say is like a lot of the brass. I mean, the trumpet's fabulous, but a lot of the brass that are like more mid range. Um, just are really underrated and can produce some really good tones. You have to be absolutely fabulous at playing a trombone to make it sound beautiful as a solo instrument. But the people who are good at it, um, I would say French horn for the tone of it. But yeah. it's, but it's hard to solo on a French horn because of the way the valves. <clears throat> you know, it doesn't lend itself to improvising. At the end of that one Beatles song, isn't that a French horn? <laughs> yes, that was pretty. That, that was that was a little vague. At yeah. the end of that one Beatles song, wasn't that French horn? <laughs> yes, There's the answer a, is yes. But I'm trying to think of the song. There are a few songs there. Hmm. I forget the name of the song. The French though. horn itself gives me a headache. It's a lot. Yeah. It's like too much, yeah. right? They should make a French horn like a, like, like a sousaphone that wraps <laughs> around you. It's a pretentious instrument. It really is. The other um, instruments are like, come it's on, a pre- man. like pretentious fruit. Yeah. Like a mango. But uh, see, if we're including woodwinds. I mean, Papaya. honestly, like, 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 um, there's a lot of good woodwinds that are that flute. So, flute is not a woodwind. Like, oboe, like oboe is. Fa- oboe is I like. Good. I do like an oboe actually. Not a lot of oboe. Clarinet. I like a clarinet. Like jazz soloists, mm-hmm. but or whatever. Flute is. Uh, is a, Kenny G's a is a. I like an oboe. Guy, right? I do. Like, <laughs> like there's like there's like the songs there's like there's like where there's like there's like a there's like a string bass boom 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 and then there's like yes. a solo flute. You know, like the, the jazz flute. Yeah, like the, like that can be really yes. that can be really. Uh, nice. It's like uh, I like big band. Like a huge fan of that. And one of my favorite songs in that is uh, "Sing, Sing, Sing with a Swing" by Benny Goodman. You guys know that song? I'm I'll sure find you it. it. I've actually, I've, it's actually in my music for my Amazon. But I guess if I had, which to, I have abandoned, pressed wholesale, and I, and I had to answer, I would probably say. Did you guys Spotify? Yes. You would say what? Yes. yes it's trumpet. pretty great. So much better because there's so many great trumpet players. That's kind of not fair. That's not, that's not a good version. I mean, it's the it's the one that came up. That's not a good version. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's in a lot of shit. Yeah, it's How like much a, money have they made off that song? Shit. Well, it's, I, think it's, it's I think it's public domain mask. now. Yeah, it's in everything. Okay. I feel like see. this was on uh, a lot of cartoons. Yeah. 
that one just seemed, sounded a little tinny. It didn't. It didn't sound. But my good. but my favorite instrument in, the, in those two categories is the tuba, without a doubt. The tuba, unbelievable instrument. It's just. It's so. They always play it for fat people. Like yeah, <laughs> the fat guys always yeah. got the well, well, But you got to well. understand. So the, you know that's that's the role that it plays. It's sure. holding down the bass line. Yeah. But it has such a, a, a wide range because it's so big. If you have the lungs, I mean, let's let's let me dig in. I'm gonna see if I can find something on this. See what I'm saying? This is a better version. It's got that nice. Give you an example. It's really a, it's a really a long opening. <laughs> Here we are in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. Please welcome to the stage the boys, Dino, oh. Frank Sinatra. Well, this is a World War II. This is a World War II song. It's not. That's a different era. I mean, but you know what I mean. Yeah. They probably had this song playing when they introduced. Sure. That's awesome. It sounds like butter. It's really cool. I like that. I bet yeah. you can't be a smoker and play that very well. Because you do got a fucking... I don't know, man. You know, you gotta I got a loaf, too. Fuck. It just looks so awkward. I, I still have a, I have an E-flat tuba still. Any, Was uh, yours a sousaphone or a regular tuba? No. It was a concert tuba, an E-flat tuba, which is a little bit smaller. And they wanted Annie to play the tuba because uh, none of the boys in band were strong enough to carry it. So she was. That's the reason she played the bass because she's stronger than everybody on the fucking band. And, boys, she's, and she's a good drummer, too. Like, listen, that's beautiful. It is. I, I, I think. Do you th- here's a question I was thinking about, really. Do you think that music has lost something from the time of like orchestras and stuff now to, to how it is now? I know it's different, and that doesn't necessarily make it worse. No, I think, it's, I think it's gained exponentially. What has? I missed something here. I'm talking about from the time of Mozart and, you know, like the, the golden age of music, they say, in Austria with Mozart and, you know, Handel and all those guys. You know, it was the music was so complex, and it was so not you know, really. Was it not? I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't complex. It's just, I mean, compared to um, compared to like jazz or like you know, yeah. what I mean, like the like the tonality has developed so much, and the rhythmic elements have developed so much. And you've got you know you, you got this thing, this Africa continent started getting involved in music, and it changed everything. And you've got you know like like just just. Like the Pandora's box has been opened compared to that. Right. It's like everything's gotten together and fucked and made a new thing. Yeah. I mean, it's. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not putting down Handel or any of that stuff. Cause I will I, fuck I, them. I do sometimes still listen to, <laughs> you know, the old school classical stuff, Bach and whatnot. Like it's pretty fascinating and it's like mathematically beautiful. Right. But musically, my God. I mean, musically, I, f- I find like. Have you heard about this band called Limp Biscuit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard Five Finger Death Punch, bro? <laughs> Chuck, have you heard Five Finger Death Punch? Chuck, have you heard Five Finger Death Punch? Heard five? Have you heard Five Finger Death Punch, bro? Hey, bro. <laughs> Chuck, have you heard Five Finger Death Punch? F-F-D-P. Yes, I have. FFDP. Fair things. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, mine this week is really... It's really only one thing. Like, uh... 
I was having ever since I've been on the TRT. Um, it's not replacement either. It's just I'm actually just getting some finally because I don't think I ever actually had enough. But anyway, um, you definitely had some. Well, yeah, well, I've seen them balls. It wasn't enough to stop me developmentally, but it was just it, it, mentally it fucked with me my entire life. So, um, but now that I can calm down and actually focus on something and not be so depressed and have that that feeling of doom was the worst. It was I hear that's every, a good game. Every well, that's a matter of opinion. Um, I started. I've, I was always like philosophy, and one of my favorites was uh, was Stoicism. But I just I completely understood it, uh, misunderstood it, and as most people do, when they hear Stoicism, they imagine somebody just sitting there without emotion. That's not what it is at all. And it's just I started reading a book. I, I've read Stoic. You know, I, I read the Meditations by Marcus Aurelius, and um, and it's good, but it's it's in that old. You know, translated from ancient Roman to now, so it just doesn't translate that well. I hate that shit. Well, it's, and it's tough sometimes. Like I don't, I don't, I like the concepts, I like the, the the thinking behind it, but I can't stand the way that it's written because of the translation. Well, but then you have to have somebody. You can get modern translations that that cut. Through. But you're still, it's still a game of telephone, though. What do you mean? You know the game of telephone. It's like I I go over to Dutch and I say. Hey, uh, like exquisite. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck's got a box of spaghetti in the truck, and then you say Chuck's like exquisite corpse. And then when, when it gets yeah. back to me, yeah. it's like Chuck, Chuck, Chuck put spaghetti under the wheels, right. or you know, whatever. Chuck, yeah, Chuck's put, put spaghetti so in his butt every time. <laughs> every time you translate something, um, it's once removed, you lose something. Right, that, that's the Bible. that's fair. And then like a lot of that philosophy stuff, like <laughs> the um, Bible, where it's been translated multiple times, especially. Really Bible. complicated stuff like Immanuel Kant or stuff like that. Where yeah. it was translated to German into Spanish right. and then back in English, you know. And it, right. You get this totally different message. Well, I don't know. I mean, but what I do know is that I, I, I read Meditations. I always really liked it. And then I started getting Epictetus, um, who was a slave and became a free man, and uh, you know, in, in the height of Rome. And you know, uh, you, then you have the cynics, which is not what people think it is either. No, cynicism's awesome. Like Diogenes and people like that. One of my favorite quotes for Diogenes is Alexander the Great was seeking him out because he's there's this brilliant man in Athens, and Alexander the Great is he's the fucking he's the most famous man ever in the history of the planet. Can you imagine a man? Yeah, he wasn't Alexander the Okay. I'm saying I'm besides Jesus, you know, I'm saying that he was, you know, he's not a religious figure, but he was, uh, you know, wait who. Have you heard of the Kardashians? Jesus. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't Alexander the Noteworthy. <laughs> Alexander the Pretty Good. Um, he f- sought this guy out, and his old man sitting on sitting like on a bench on a sunny day, and he, he walked. Alexander walks up to him and says, "Can you give me any words of wisdom?" And Diogenes looked up at him and said, "Yeah, get out of my sun," <laughs> <laughs> because he was blocking the sun, you know. So and, trying to sunbathe, and out then there. Alexander didn't get it. Alexander was a lot of things, but he wasn't terribly witty. Witty, he was not. <laughs> he was intelligent though, but he wasn't a bit witty. obtuse. Um, but anyway, I, I got this book. Uh, got it on my Kindle called "How to Think Like a Roman Emperor," and it's um, this translation of. Uh, Marcus Aurelius's, you know, uh, meditations and the things that the it's basically a comprehensive, you know, uh, presentation of what Stoicism actually is, and it has changed my mind about things so much, like really profound. This is um, this is what the uh, I looked it up. 
says stoicism is the philosophy it asserts that virtue such as wisdom is happiness and judgment should be based on behavior rather than words yep that don't control and cannot rely on external events that we don't control and cannot rely on external events only ourselves and our responses basically it's the aa creed as a fucking lifestyle yeah it's what i what i can control is fine what i cannot is out of my hands and don't even worry about it so the cynicism one too i will ancient, ancient cynicism is actually really cool ancient cynicism. but this my favorite thing about the whole thing is um are you a blood, bro? <laughs> Chuck, are you a blood? Chuck. Quick, real quick. Just Chuck. a quick cue. I got a cue. I want you to A. <laughs> are you a blood, bro? God, you guys are... That's I mean, you come in here, you're it, wearing red. Weird. You have a gat. Hey, Chuck, <laughs> you, are you a blood? You, uh, you, you hold it sideways. You a blood, bro? <laughs> hey, uh, Chuck, uh, you a you, you blood, bro? Okay. Me and the boys were just talking. We were wondering. <laughs> you know, we were just four boys. <laughs> All right, here's fooping around, playing the beep doop doop, playing them, and we're wondering, are you a blood bro? Here's the thing. God, killing my point here. <laughs> Be stoic. <laughs> Socrates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Socrates goes on. Uh, was talking about the choice of Hercules. Hercules, which he had learned from Prodicus of Cios, one of the most highly regarded Greek sophists. Um, which sophistry is bullshit, by the way. When so when you say somebody is a sophist, they're like a that is learning something just to impress other people with it. You don't believe in it. There is no profound, yeah, exactly, no prof, profound understanding of it at all. And Marcus was on that cusp or that he had one teacher that was a that was a stoic, and then one teacher that was a sophist. And the sophist was like, "Don't learn stoicism. That's not proper for a Roman emperor. This is more proper. It'll make you seem intelligent, all that stuff." And the stoicism teachers said, "Fuck him." That's basically what he said. He said, "If the virtue's not there, then." Why fucking bother learning it? You know, so and that's awesome. So that's kind of the way I feel about music. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's anything. Um, Hercules came to this thing, the choice of Hercules. We came to a, 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 a fork in the road, and we all know the story of Hercules. But it's all it's it's mistold. They say the the, the popular conception is that he was this brawling, drinking stuff, which he was in some ways. You know, he's Greek. Motherfucker's going to drink some wine. He was a successful bully. <laughs> It was Kevin that. Sorbo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Could you not get a more jacked guy to be Hercules? Though? Yeah, absolutely. Well, he was fairly jacked. I mean, he's fairly jacked, but I'm thinking Lou Ferrigno. Lou Ferrigno played Hercules before. Yeah, but I mean, in the series. Yeah. The Come singing on. plates are my favorite part. Okay. Um, yeah, but you know, uh, the Lou Ferrigno Hercules was uh, dubbed by somebody else. Yeah. James Earl Jones. The entire. Th- <laughs> <laughs> I'm Greek. Um, he's all right. Hercules is on this path, and he's confronted by two goddesses. The first appeared as a beautiful and alluring uh, woman dressed in fine clothing. She was called Kakaia, although she falsely claimed that her friends was I can't remember mean happiness and f- fulfillment. She thank you. She barged in front of her companion and um, pleaded with Hercules to follow her path. It said. It's the far, the easiest and most pleasant way of life, a shortcut to true happiness. She said he could live like a king, avoiding hardship and enjoying luxury beyond, beyond most men's wildest dreams, all delivered to him through the labor of others. After listening over a while, Hercules was approached by the second goddess, Arete. 
Arete is the Greek thing that I sent everybody probably at this table. It's a, the, you know, it's a definition. It's a Greek word. It says, um, a less boastful and more modest woman who nonetheless shone with natural beauty. To his, his surprise, she wore a grave expression. She warned him that her path led in a very different direction. It would be long and difficult and would require a great deal of hard work. Speaking plainly, she told Hercules that he would suffer. He would be doomed to walk the earth in rags, reviled and persecuted by his enemies. Nothing that is really good and admirable, cautioned Arete, is granted by the gods to men without some effort and application. Hercules would be called upon to exercise wisdom and justice and to face mounting adversity with bravery and self-discipline. Overcoming great obstacles through courageous and honorable deeds, the goddess said, was the only true path of fulfillment in life. Hercules famously chose the path of verite or virtue and was not seduced by vice. Armed with a wooden club, as we all know him, and dressed in the pelt of the Nemean lion, which is one of the most famous depictions of Hercules, other than the fucking amazing uh, anatomy chart where he's standing there, he's just fucking, he's not like Michelangelo's David, he's just a fucking, he's, he looks like one of the fucking road sort warriors. Sort of like me. Yeah. He looks like one of the road warriors. He's just absolutely gigantic. Um, that's the path that, you know, the legendary 12 labors was down. So that's basically, you know, the one leads you down a path where when life is hard in your head, it's easy. When life is easy in your head, it's hard. So which do you choose? I mean, some people choose to live a life of vice and I, I, I don't see how that could, I've done that. It's not, and we've all done that. Is it fun? For a while. Exactly. It is not ultimately fun at all. It leads you down to bad things. And Marcus Aurelius, you know, went, he, he's, you know, was big into the fact that, you know, he dressed, uh, it, it's an amazing snapshot of a guy who was a, a Roman emperor, he's one of the richest man, probably the richest man on earth at one point, and dressed as a, as a commoner, um, would walk to uh, meetings and stuff and sit with just people and listen to what they have to say and would cause a big stir because they're just like, that's the emperor sitting there. I don't even think he brought guards with him, you know, because he's just like, well, if they're going to kill me, they're going to kill me. There's nothing, you know. And and at first they didn't like him, but then he was so beloved. And it really, you know, the lessons I learned from it were, you know, it's profound where you – I know I'm boring everybody here. No, no, no. I'm, no. I'm really trying to, to articulate. I'm just trying to find a way to make it relate to the movie Gladiator. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> this is where you should say, are you not entertained? <laughs> ah. Marcus, well, characters from the from Meditations are in that. Marcus Aurelius is in that movie. Commodus, which was his son, who was a fuck up. Um, but um, Marcus Aurelius also, he loved his children. And it was not common for people in that era to love their children, you know. Boy, was it not. <laughs> <laughs> well, love, but not love, you know. The pl- the, the, you were but, fuck buddies with your children. <laughs> in the paternal sense, not in the erotic sense. Well, I mean, if you're Caligula and people like that who are awful human beings. But um, he really loved his children, loved his wife. He was faithful to his wife. He, you know, and mourned her when she died. It really crushed him, you know. Sort of like uh, Johnny Sack. Actually, yes, kind of like Johnny said. Uh, Sopranos, he didn't Only, have a Gumar. But I mean, it does sound humorous, I but need it's to true. Watch the Sopranos, but it's absolutely it's true. tremendous. Um, so many Sopranos <laughs> references, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and it made me think about the biggest thing is to it's not that you're being emotionless; it's that it's that you're trying to 
to think, see things at arm's length and see them from a rational point of view. Do not let your emotions take you over. Do not, and that's the opposite of how I've lived my life, my whole fucking life. See, so, I think I am you're, like that. You're definitely an F. You know, yeah, in the four. Yeah, you're, I know what you're talking about. INFJ yeah, or, and I'm switched that, and I've, I, I practiced I, ISFJ. It. I made a conscious effort to do that, and man, it was different. Like all the stuff that it was really bothering it does it's not. It's like bother that episode anymore. of Seinfeld where George decides the to do opposite, the opposite of what he did, and yeah. starts working out great for him. Yeah, that's he, he orders chicken salad instead of tuna, and <laughs> he's bold with women instead yeah. of being cowardly or whatever. I mean, it was, but I should start doing that. They give you so many exercises to do, and uh, one of them is pick, which Marcus did. He picked the people who he loved and why he loved them, like and, and the virtues. Like it could even be fictional characters. So of course, for me, it's going to be comic book people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I imagine how would Captain America handle something, or Superman, or Wolverine? You know, in, in whatever virtue I like that they have. You try to apply that and and ask yourself what would they do in this point. And what would them, Jesus do? But what would Captain America do? Absolutely. And, um, you know, it's like when I'm training. What would Frank Zane say? Like I had a bad day in the gym today. What would Frank Zane say? Would he throw in the towel and say I'm not doing this anymore and all the way I used to? No, he'd be like, Well, I had an off day because of this, this, and this. It's time to take a little rest, rest up, things, take a nap, eat something, you know, and just live to fight another day, you know, and do that, and then. I don't know, man. It's it's it was really profound, and I've been thinking about reading about it a lot and trying to practice it. And they give you things to do in the morning, evening, in the morning, afternoon, and in the evening. You do these exercises. Like when you get up, you say, "Well, okay, what have I? What am I going to do today? And how are the people who I admire? How would they handle these things?" So, you know, you get or, up, or maybe even like you could ask yourself the question, um, "What virtues and who am I emulating today?" Absolutely, but I mean, and, and it's not it's not to say that you have to pick them and stick with them. You know what I mean? No, but it's, just yeah. to get your get the ball rolling. Sure, right. And, um, and then at the end of the day, and and the, and uh, you know, when you're on th- going through your day, you say, "Am I being mindful?" And you try to think about what you're doing as you're doing it. And my thing was, man, and I I should have written some of this stuff down because. To me, it was profound thoughts. I don't know if it would be to anybody else. I had this thing where I was running through life. Like, I would literally walk as fast as I could to get something over with and be rough with everything just to get something over with. I would had consciously tell myself, slow down. You have all the time in the world. What are you running for? You know, like when I was going to the stoker at work, I would go as fast as I could and go out there and... and, and it's kind of like that scene from, scene from American History X when Edward Norton is locked in the prison with that black guy, and the black guy is like, "Why are you folding the clothes so fast?" Yeah, They're just going to keep of. bringing them in and bringing them in and bringing them in. It's yeah. I mean, it's like you're approaching things with anger. Why would you approach them with anger? Approach them as things, and all the all the lessons they have to teach you. I mean. You can say what you want about the Greeks and how they stack up to other cultures and stuff, but they were wise fucking people. Like their their philosophers, Socrates and all, were incredibly wise. Real bushy eyebrows, those Greeks. <laughs> Love all this. Can goats. you imagine how bad the unibrows were back in the day? Oh, bruh. I mean, they're bad now. Imagine how yeah. they were back then. I'm fighting a never never in battle against the unibrow all the time. <laughs> yeah. Got a pluck. <laughs> Preen and pluck. But I mean, that book and. Um, just the way it made me look at things and not be so upset about things and not be things don't bother me like like they did. Now it's early still, and you know you have setbacks, but you don't beat yourself up for it. You're like, okay, let's examine this and why did you feel that way and don't do that again. 
And if you do it again, no big deal, but at least try, you know, so. I mean, that, that kind of applies to me a lot. Like, um, as a younger man, um, with the, um, what is it, Myers-Briggs or whatever, the, the personality test, I, I consistently tested, uh, you know, in high school as an INFP, which I don't know if you know what that means. But um, it means I'm an introvert, I'm intuitive, I'm a feeler, and I'm a perceiver over being judgmental. And so, um, but as time went on, and as I like through through the course of my education and just kind of life hammering on me, I have evolved into an INTP. So my personality has actually changed. I changed from a feeler into a thinker Mm -hmm. because I used to be more like you and then I just would kind of go with my, my emotional response is what I would go with. And and, and I learned to suspend that, stop the feeling, pause, reflect, turn on the analytical side what is you know what is actually going on here and how should i react right and that's kind of like i think what you're saying yeah it is um and it's also too and i'm not saying that you're not this or anything but i am saying that it's it's warmth towards everyone even your enemies like circumstances put you in in what they are and, and their choices even if they're your enemy you still embrace them and be like well this is what it is, and it's not going to change the outcome of things between us. But I don't hate you for it, because hatred is a—it's a useless, pointless. Emotion. Yes, it's a pointless endeavor. It's not something. Half the people who who you hate don't know, and the other half don't care. Why would you hate them? It's like it's like my thing with Donald Trump. Uh, I had to really sit down and learn that he and, is <laughs> as great as they say. Dial it back and and say. It doesn't matter if I hate him. I mean, people are going to do what they're going to do, and they're going to follow him no matter what. What is? What am I a speck in the universe? That's another thing it teaches you too. You are a speck. You are nothing. In the in the why are you fucking looking at me in, when you say that? <laughs> in the whole scheme of things, that felt pretty aggressive. That your was way definitely just aimed at me. Oof. Jesus, I, I, I don't like, know if that's so, but maybe you pointed at me. You looked at me. I feel attacked on his behalf. Yeah. <laughs> He's he's gonna he's white knighting. He's he's, yeah. He's gonna lay out some tweets tonight. No, but I was just cancel Charles. I was saying that um, (laughs) you know you're not you're not really that important in the grand scheme of things uh, at all, and so your emotions for things that are distant. I mean, they don't matter. So I don't care. Like it. I do that all the time. I'm also like, and it's something that has come later for me but I'll, I'm like is getting around this person like that big of a deal like in Absolutely. the grand scheme of exa- everything I know exactly what you're saying like is it really that important if I get there mm-hmm. one minute sooner you know right. what I mean like or I could just chill out and it's all of that realize that they're probably stressed out too you know it, being very empathetic to other people yeah and um, like I and you can and people can sense your energy like I went I went to the store and everybody I got around, I guess I projected something. They were all friendly. They all smiled at me. You know, they all talked to me like the lady at Walmart who's putting stuff on the shelf, sat there and talked to me for a minute. And she had been mean to the person before me. Did you guys make out? No. They're dating. Did she, did, did she have a big butt? No. <laughs> what about them titties? How them titties look? Mm-hmm. Did you ask her what that mouth do? I didn't do any of those things. Oh, it's probably because you're a blood bro. Yeah, you are a blood. Bloods are notoriously shy around women. Weird. Yeah, it's a whole gang of them. Are you Super done shy. with that thought? Because I want to ask you a thing. Yeah. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh man, it's great. <gasps> That's right. You guys watched it. 
How do you feel? I love it. I love it. So good, right? Yeah, and uh, and the the thing at the end where the SJWs got mad because they bashed those women's brains in. Good, they should have been <laughs> right. Fucking great. Right? They're, ha- they're home invaders who are seeking to kill them and his wife and the dog. And the fact that the dog, the dog was went great. Fucking ape shit. Brandy was the best part of the yeah. movie. That's, yeah, that's a he, case where a fictional character defended himself against someone who was trying to murder him. Yep, against real people. Who actually committed multiple murders? Right. Yeah, and, <laughs> and they got, got mad, and they got mad at the person defending himself. He wrote a happy ending for a, something for, that changed the country. Oh, and by the Back way, um, Sharon Tate is not anything that I should be attracted to, but the real Sharon Tate, the way they showed her in the movies, and um, who played her. Margaret Robbie. Yeah, I can't. God, my, my memory's getting terrible. Yeah, she was so she was so good at it. And, yeah, and was so attractive to me. I'm People like, were mad that she didn't have more lines. They don't know what what that was about. She's the muse. She's she she's had the, the angel. She she didn't need lines. No. Just, just her going into those those are people who are not sensitive to film. Going in and see her watching herself in that movie being so. That she's on the cusp of stardom, yeah, and she's like, I want to go watch myself in this movie, and I'm having a great time, and I'm, you know, she I feel got her good. Happy they, ending, yeah, yeah without re- understanding that she got her happy ending. Right, he rewrote. Beautiful. He rewrote the story dumb. and gave her a happy ending, and the the point of of her her entire existence in the movie is to look angelic, be an angel, the nicest person you've ever seen in your entire life, yeah. Yeah, sweet scene, to everybody. The, the scene of her watching herself is so good. Yeah. It, it is. It's, it's, and I love that they actually, it's it's very, it, it, it is Sharon Tate Yes, on the film. Like, I, I love that they yeah. did that. It was so really Sharon nice. Tate has officially now been in a Tarantino movie. Yeah. Which yeah. is great. That's really cool. So is Dean Martin, which is cool too. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I thought the movie was great. Fucking Dean Martin. Brad, um, Brad Pitt has never been hotter to me. He's so uh, fucking. Yeah, I gotta be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it moved. Fan, I'm like, it moved, didn't it? <laughs> I'm like, I get it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when he's walking, and and the thing about him is that is a person I emulated when I was walking around, like at work and stuff. Like my, I, I walk very purposely, but I always. Man, I'm I'm a big guy with big shoulders, and I never roll them back and walk with my chest out. You know what I mean? Always do it. My dad used to yell at me when I'd slump over. He says you're going to end up like me because he had a yeah slouch because of coal mining and having bad posture. And he said, "Fix your fucking posture. Walk like you are somebody." And he's so I always try to do it. And one and he's that, that like scene that. where he's walking through the middle of the fucking spa ranch and basically telling him all to yeah. fuck off <laughs> and, and daring him. And like when Squeaky Frome came to the fucking. To the door And he's just like I'm coming in there And this ain't gonna stop me I was just like Yeah And I got an erection So <laughs> That whole scene Was so uncomfortable though Yeah when he's talking to cool. George It was George You're just like Waiting on something Really bad to happen Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't really But And fucking it's uncomfortable. Uh, Clem I looked up the guy uh, I looked up the whole Manson family And they did a great job Casting it The guy that played Clem Looked exactly like Clem had a chip tooth. Yeah. I, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. I was actually. I, my mom was. She's her serial killers thing. She's and she was fascinated by the Manson stuff and all that stuff. So we would sit around and watch documentaries. But I read Helter Skelter, the you know the novel. Oh. I actually stole it from Golly Ridge Library uh, at the school. <gasps> well, they just that. ended up. Jesus Christ! They ended man. up burning all those books anyway. So Charles. Um, so that was great. And the, and the last thing is. Is I took God I can't I don't know if I should show you guys this shit. A shit? You took a shit? No. Um Did you take a picture of yourself? Yes. 
with with a shirt off. You're such a good finally because I I thought. Can we put might this have, up on the uh, oh, PFR God, page? I don't even know if I want to show you guys because I'm going to get We should fun put now. it up on the PFR page. <laughs> we got to give some of these female fans something to fucking flick that bean about. Well, there's that. Looks good. Looks way better than the last one you that? took with your shirt off. Hell yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Good job. Hell yeah. Actually, the other one's actually a little bit better. because I Send that to me so I can send it to everybody. <laughs> Send it so we can make memes. I mean, and the thing about it is, is that, um, you know, it's really like the it's happening. I can feel it, and I don't know. I mean, I finally have dialed it in where I know what's going to work, and you know the the diet. But it's also the test, man. I mean, I'm finally being rewarded for all that, fun. dude. Do you realize you guys know me? When have I ever not worked out? I mean, and not since I've yeah, known you. And not worked out hard. I've always done it hard. And I just wasn't, I mean, I've always had big arms and a chest and everything, but I've always been fat. And finally, you know, you can actually start to see it. And once this is all gone, I'm going to be good. So that was, you know, it was a, a pretty proud moment. So you're a real fucking peach, Charles. <laughs> but snaps. Are you a What's this Nick? one? Oh, Spirit fingers Yeah they do this now Instead of clapping Oh, oh really Point of privilege Point of privilege Oh Remember that At the <laughs> socialist Oh yeah. National socialist convention ass. Why do they not clap Cause it's uh, triggering Loud noises can be triggering To people <sighs> Elena favorite things <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of triggering <laughs> A shrill woman Talking into a microphone <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that convinced You're actually one of the least shrill women I know. So, oh thanks. Yeah, like you got a little bit of bass in your voice. A little bit of bass in your voice. Thanks. Um, trying to think. We've been. Oh, we started uh, watching Adventure Time. Hell yeah! We started from the beginning. Fuck yeah! It's one of my favorite cartoons. It's great. I love it a lot. Um, I've already watched it all the way through, but Aaron's never sat down and watched What's it. What's it on? Because I could see myself getting into that. Hulu. I think it's yeah. It's a- What's awesome is where it's only like twelve minutes or whatever, no commercials. Yeah, you just fuck yeah. Yeah, knock, it's great. Knock it right out. You ever watch the Adventure Time? I don't think so. It's great. It's great. I think you'd enjoy. It. You know, Pendleton so- Ward does no drugs. Have you? So that well, was he's never thing. done any. He's never type done of drugs. What? Or anything? Will you tilt your mic up? There we go. Thanks. That'll do it. Um. Did you watch the the Duncan Trussell show uh, on Netflix? That's one of my favorite things. Oh my we only watched the first one okay. with Dr. Drew. Sorry. Um but yeah, it's, but yeah, it's crazy. Wait. I, I don't understand <laughs> them. I don't wait. I don't okay. get it. <laughs> Their oh, brains, no. like I don't get it. You'll get it. You'll get it. It's it so all good. comes together. It's so good. I feel like I know I should know who that is. Duncan Trussell, he's a like a comedian He's one of Rogan's friends He's That's where I've heard Psychedelic it. guy He's done every drug And it all comes out In this show I could just <laughs> listen to him Rant for yeah, hours he, His really His good. ads that he would read For the commercials For his podcast Are funnier than most people Stand up Yeah he's really He's He's definitely got his own Style I like it um, But yeah we We started one episode of that But yeah we We started Adventure Time um, yeah, it's so good, man. Adventure Time's so good, and it's the same kid voicing Finn through the whole thing. Yeah, I never knew which that. It's great. Um, he grew up with Finn. Oh, did he? Yeah. Uh, who great. plays uh, the warrior? What's his name? He ends up becoming the Lich. 
remember we looked it up and you're like, that's so-and-so. John DiMaggio? Uh, no. Well, um, that's, uh, that's the dog. That's the dog. I forget He's the also Bender. Yeah. He voiced, he voiced the Hulk. I'm like really blanking out on his, or he was the Hulk. He didn't voice him. Mark Ruffalo? No, old. Frigna? Oh, no, yeah, it was Frigna. Yeah, he's uh, Billy, the the warrior guy that they're obsessed with at the beginning. Oh. That was kind of cool. Um, yeah, there's a lot. And there's even. Yeah, and like, it was really his voice. I was like. Aaron's like, wait. <laughs> um, and then we've continued through community this week. So it's been kind of fun to kind of switch back and forth from those. I forgot how great the second paintball episode was. Oh, dude. It's a twofer. <laughs> they had a budget for the second season. Yeah, they, it was so great. It's a twofer, and it starts as a Western and ends in, like, Star Wars theme. <laughs> so good. It's so perfect. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's kind of it. Um, I've definitely been more active the last couple of weeks. I feel a lot better. And we went walking yesterday. You guys went walking? On a little walk, a little stroll. A little roustabout? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't uh, that against the law? I had to walk Probably. up. Chuck's a blood. He doesn't give a fuck. I had fun. to walk up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck this means. I don't it's know where that hilarious. comes from. It's <laughs> What is it from? You said you had a red bandana that you were going to tie around your face. Ah! For a mask. Okay. Yeah. You're a blood bro. And now you're a blood bro. But I don't know. I mean, that seems like it's from something else. So can you confirm or deny that you're a blood, though? I mean, he's a blood, bro. He's a blood. uh, Definitely a blood. He's got that solo cup. Looks like it's Mm, red to me. He's got two red solo cups in front of him. Not just one. It might be Toby Keith. (laughs) 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 Will you put a boot in somebody's ass? Yeah. It is the American way. Instead of of, uh, two girls, one cup, it's one dude, two cups. That's right. One blood, two cups. One blood, two cups. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that could be a title, but a ridiculous people is also. I do like that. I'm going to write it down just for posterity. I was going to say, you should write it down. <laughs> One blood, Aaron. Favorite things? Oh uh, well, Pete and Pete. This show, yeah. Pete. That's fucking the best. That. Yeah, he told me last week it was on uh, YouTube. So every it, every bit of it, I think, is on it, YouTube. Is it easy oh, to get it in order? Like no, no, yeah, it fucking sucks. No, yeah. no. But, yeah, you can search through and find what you want in order. Um, it's best to f- have your favorite episodes. Yeah, and, just and go in there. You know. It's ex- I was like trying to find like a box set because you can't find it's it's so expensive to try to get the whole on Amazon. Series. They've got it on DVD. I couldn't find it on there. Really? Yeah, there was like one left, and it was like ninety some dollars for three yeah. seasons. I'm like, worth go it. fuck yourself. It's <laughs> worth it. <laughs> it holds up to gouging oh, yeah, motherfuckers. Um, my, I, I don't know who my favorite character is. Like, uh, I, I would, I would say Artie. Artie, but, it's so good. And that's Toby Huss, who's he's fucking amazing. But, um. The villains, you know. Oh yeah, the yeah. villains' yeah. names. Paper cut. Yeah, you got paper cut. Who <laughs> uh, could do the origami? It was deadly. Who's the sweaty kid? Uh, pit stain. Yeah, pit stain. Pit and then he, he said, and then that kid was really great because he had two he cronies with him. Actor, my dude. associates, <laughs> like drawstring hairnet. <laughs> it was so nineties, but it was just so smart and well written. Yeah, and th- at the prom, at one of the, one of the later episodes of the prom, the 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 band at the prom was lost. Just Jackson. Remember Luscious Jackson? I do. I probably don't. I wonder if that's the one that you. Yeah, just it's a hundred bucks for the DVD. Or the one I. Yeah, it's stupid. Season two, just season right? two. Right? Like I'm just. I don't know. It, there's got to be a better solution. I mean, you can watch individual episodes on Amazon for a dollar ninety nine, which also. Yeah, like a bit gougy for old dads. I dad think here. so. 
Uh, there's a bunch of movies for sale on Amazon right now. They're cheap as shit. I bought uh, Spinal Tap for $6. Hell yeah, dude. I'm going to watch that. But yeah, Pete and Pete. Uh, I've been playing some Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, word? Yeah, dude. Just getting right back into it. Running around uh, Liberty City there, or whatever it's called. Speaking of, one of the Pete's voices one of the characters. Oh, young, yeah. Young he's Pete voices. Yeah, yeah. He's, and, and the son looks exactly like like a thug young Pete. Yeah. Danny Tamborelli. He looks exactly yeah, the same, Tamborelli. just older. It's weird. Like, he didn't grow into... No, he looks exactly like... It's weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he never grew into himself. Yeah. It's strange. A, he was such a cute kid. Here's a... This is a Luscious Jackson song. We can play in the background. But, uh, yeah, playing around on some Grand Theft Auto Five, And, uh... Well, this... I'm probably going to take over your music here in a second. Okay. Uh, did you guys hear uh, Post Malone do... I've not heard it yet. His Nirvana Nirvana? Tribute? It's really good. Yeah. Okay, give me the thing. I need to hear that. Yeah. What's this over here? Is this going to work? No, that's... No. Head- oh, that's audio. It's headphones. You. I'm an idiot. That's output. Not I mean, I wouldn't call you an idiot. I would call you... I mean, it fits the same hole. See like uh, see like the, the the penis and the butthole are output and the mouth is input. You see how it works? <laughs> you see? <laughs> Do you see? Don't you see it? What is that from? I don't know anything Post Malone's ever done. I I know him you in probably TV. think that you are better now, better now. That's I song. like some of his songs and I, I like, like that, him. That's the only one I've heard. Sunflower. I don't, I don't agree with facial tattoos it's pretty it's a bit of a does he have a band with him or yeah he's got oh uh blink uh, 182's drummer oh uh, travis barker. barker yeah but i don't know who is playing all around him is he playing guitar yeah he's playing the okay he's playing guitar but he's not playing the solo no i think he is playing the solo he's got a bass drummer and i think he's playing the guitar Yeah, there's just one yeah. guitar. He's totally playing the lead guitar. She has me like a Pisces I, I like the tremble in the in his voice. You ever seen him do other stuff? Not a whole lot of other stuff, no. I, I, I think he's funny. You know? Yeah, his interviews are really funny. Dislike. He does a really good cover of Don't Think Twice It's Alright by Bob Dylan. I wish I could it's weird, like he's a rapper, but he's not. Yeah, and I like how heavy this sounds. Yeah. Like... Like, I would download the audio of this and listen to the fuck out of it. Really cleansed me after that puddle of mud. Hey, don't yeah. stop. <laughs> God, that's so that's painful. But yeah, like, this has been okay. sort of a favorite thing. I haven't listened to the whole thing, but I've I mean, there was, uh, he uh, did the same thing with uh, that one uh, Sublime song. Um, Cal- the summer song. Summertime and the living's easy. Something, something. LBC. That song. I don't know. <laughs> hey, I don't. The only song that I like two songs by them. I like what it, what I got in uh, Santeria. Yeah, I'm. I like uh, the Post Malone. Yeah, that. I mean, 
Yeah, get in. Like, skip through. That's all. That's what I've done. Did he do like a whole set of Nirvana covers? Yeah, it was kind of cool. He did a live stream of it, and it's he's raising money to donate to whoever. He seems like it. Like everything I've seen, he seems like an all right guy. I just this the, the state of music. I'm just. I'm so tuned. I don't, well, even, know, I don't even know if it's bad. I'm just no, so tuned no. Out I, of no, it. I don't know anything. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. I've seen him do some other slow song or something mm-hmm. or other here and there. Well, but, but like in commercials and on in like shows and stuff, I think he's you know great yeah. guy. He seems like great. Well, you know, yeah, entertaining. Right, exactly. And uh, yeah, that came up and it's. I think he had a song on the, the Spider-Man the into the Spider-Verse soundtrack. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's some flower song. That was really big. God, I was watching that. I think the so album, the soundtrack for that movie is great. It is. Any other favorite things? That's it. John. Um, well, um, one of my favorite things this week is uh, uh, this phenomenon that happened on the, the social, phenomenon. The social Ma- media, Ma- the, the social Ma- media platform known as TikTok, Ma- where um, <laughs> apparently there's like hundreds or maybe thousands, I don't know. But like a wave of viral videos of nurses on the clock <laughs> at hospitals in uniform, just in fuck, PPE, just fucking getting down and doing some fucking synchronized dance routines. Like, like this is shit they've been rehearsing for a week or something. Because they're like, you know, they're doing the same shit. They're in sync. Um, so I'm just gonna play. Um, um, okay, so in case you guys didn't know, there's you know there's there's a, an epidemic of Corbett sixteen point five um, going on right now, and we were we're supposed to be flattening the curve so that uh, the people in the hospitals don't get overrun with Corbett sixteen point five patients, um, and like you know twenty six you know as of like Thursday or something twenty six million jobs have been reported as being lost. Um, it's more than that if you count Mexicans. A lot of people are committing suicide and dying and not getting the surgeries they need because they're not considered essential. And, you know, a lot of sacrifices are being made to protect our nurses and our healthcare staff from the wave of Corbett 165 and um, so when I first saw that this was a phenomenon, I thought, um, oh, yeah, they're dancing as like a um, as like a, a signal. It's like a it's like a um, it's like a rebellious signal. They're saying, hey, look, guys, don't believe the story. The hospitals are empty and we actually have time to do these dance. These fucking get down to these fucking cheesy ass dance routines. But no, unfortunately, the, the dance numbers are not being posted ironically, and they're not being posted as a signal to show people that the hospitals are empty and they have time to do this shit. They just are literally doing it because they think it's cute. And I just kind of asked myself, like, if I was a person who, whose business got shut down or whose livelihood got destroyed... Or who got laid off and is worried about feeding their kids. How I would feel if I saw this shit. I'm trying to be empathetic towards the people who are worse off than I am. Imagine that. Oh, Oh, this is the song they went with? 
Oh, there's a fucking thousand of them. Mm. Now, don't get me wrong. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of Are they walking in I, slow motion? I love to get down. You guys don't know this about me. I actually like to dance. I move You're my hips. You're a terrific dancer. I'm a pretty good dancer. I don't say terrific often. I'm probably the best male in the Tri-County area. I would... <laughs> But it's me or no, you. you're just the best male, not the best male dad. But it's, some, the best it's something male. that yeah. it's something that I like to do Four. to That's move a whole bunch of This one's actually good. Look at these motherfuckers. And now all that PPE is useless. Yeah, they're all you know, like well the, within six feet. They've they've been working on that shit. But what I was saying, I love to get down. When I need to move my body to exercise Because I don't have fuck else to do (laughs) And this isn't just like Oh in North Dakota Or like in Like this is all over the country All over the hospitals They're doing this shit Look it's empty They're not They're not running to the ventilators They're not I'm a savage (laughs) You know Running around crazy there's no shortage of face masks. They're dicking off because all of the other... Are they doing the uh, skin play? Yep. I love it. Because all of the all the other... You know, a lot of the um, surgeries and things that they've deemed to be not essential have been shut down. A lot of hospitals have been specifically designated to be Corbett 16.5 hospitals, but there is no Corbett 16.5 pandemic in most of the country, so they're doing this shit. But they're not doing it ironically. They're doing it... This flash dance? They're doing it just for fun. And, um... I guess I just don't understand how you how, how people could not be pissed about this. I know that a lot of hospitals around here have been laying off. Yep. Yeah. Um, I can say that one person that I think maybe even listens to the show some of the time. I gotta sh- stop this music. Um, one one nurse who works uh, I think she's CMC or something. And she's a person I went to high school with, you know, I've known for since I was a little kid. Um, she chimed in at one point and said, you know, that um, as a matter of fact, that they were told to assume that everyone that comes to the hospital has the Corbid 16.5. Mm-hmm. So not to administer CPR on them because you would get it. I'm going re- to repeat that. Don't give CPR to anybody who comes to the hospital. <laughs> Because you're supposed to assume and write on their chart that they have Corbid 16.5. Isn't the new version of CPR, you don't even do the mouth thing anymore? You don't do the breaths anymore? I think that there's a plastic piece that you use. Yeah, there's a thing. And they also have a plastic piece that you use. But I I think that there's like some people that believe in that and some people that don't. Yeah. But but her point was that you're not supposed to get your mouth close to theirs because you're supposed to assume... Now, what if you want to blow them? ...that they have the Corbett. <laughs> and so if someone comes in genuinely needing CPR, like, oh, I'm having a heart attack and CPR would save my life, sorry, bud, you have the Corbett. Even though you haven't been tested, you don't show any symptoms, and we don't have any reason to believe that you have it, but we're going to... So this is just kind of like... That's like a, a canary in the coal mine kind of... Like, that's a uh, tip of the iceberg kind of thing of, like, what the kind of things... Um, are that are happening 
And um, I don't want to, you know, I know that there are people that listen to this show that like genuinely like listening to me talk about this shit. And I know that there are people that listen to the show that genuinely don't. And so uh, I'm not really sure where to strike a balance here. But I'll just um, I'll just go through one other thing that I think was really important. Um, oh no, two things. Okay, so one thing was I want I want to I want to gloat about uh, the prediction that I made about the 0.155 percent mortality rate. I made that prediction on March 22nd. And if you go to my Facebook page and search my posts for Nostra John Mus, Nostra John Mus. <laughs> <laughs> and look for the march. You'll actually get multiple things too. That's from way back in 2012. And and um, and look for the March 22nd post and read what I fucking wrote. Um, I predicted. I said I'm making this prediction and I'm announcing it right here now. And I made a thing about it and said I believe that the actual mortality rate once the numbers come out for this uh, disease is going to be closer to. Point one five five percent ish, and this week, for anybody who pays any attention at all to the numbers, and that's fine if you don't. But in case you haven't been paying attention to the numbers, the new the new test with the antibodies in Santa Clara, California, and the and if you and actually, LA County did one, yeah, and New York, else. also yeah, there's one in New York, have all consistently shown that the new adjusted mortality rate, if you believe the mortality numbers, which I actually don't believe those. But if you believe that, because the denominator is now larger, the case, the, the number of us have it, how is it? Is it 18% of everybody has had it at this point? I think it's 50 to 85 times more. But 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 the, the number I'm talking about is there's, yeah. um, they're saying about 18% of everybody has or has had Corbett 16.5. That's like it. And, and the thing is, like a tremendous amount of us are getting it and it's not really hurting us or it's not, you know what I mean? That's a good thing. What that means is that the denominator, when you're calculating the mortality rate, the bottom number, is much larger. So if you have, you know, the top number, which is the number of deaths, and then the do- denominator, which is the bottom number, that makes the mortality rate much lower. So instead of it being 3.4% or whatever they've been saying it was, now they're saying because there's so many people who have had it and haven't died that the, that the threat of the disease is for, is exponential less 50 to 84 times less, which, which means, is, which is 0.1 to 0.3% mortality rate, which is what I fucking predicted five goddamn weeks ago. <laughs> and people still aren't fucking listening to me. Do you think more lives could have been saved in Italy if they didn't use marinara sauce in the IV bags? <laughs> <laughs> I think that, Italians use a lot of butt plugs. They do. They do. And that the, a lot of Corvid gets actually not just in the nose and, th- and mouth, but in, in, in the, the butt, anus. In the butt hole. Yeah. Mm. In the anus. The greasy. Because greasers. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> so there's that. You really and, shit on Italians. Hey. <laughs> hey. And the what third, are you going to do? Ugats. I'm going to limit myself to three talking points. So My own. To the third... <laughs> The third talking point I want to get into is I was turned on to this video, and this is for the for the far out there motherfuckers, the people that that uh, like me understand, as a matter of fact, that Donald Trump is a time traveler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, for those people, the wacky conspiracy theorists, who everyone's so sick of hearing about the conspiracy theories, the people that are still on board with me, I want you to look up. Where is it? Hold on, time out. Um, 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 um. 
I'll watch you later, John Morgan. I want you to look up this um, PhD doctor who used to work as a uh, as a virologist for the United States government. She's done a bunch of work. She worked on the HIV shit. She she graduated in like '92. Um, I'm just gonna play a little snippet of this video of her talking, so you guys get a vibe. Her name is um, shit. That's Do- not her name. Doctor Judy Mikovits. Mikovits. M-I-K-O-V-I-T-S Dr. Judy Mikovitz And uh, I'm not going to tell you the title of the of the video Because if I did it would make you not want to listen to it So I'm just, <laughs> so just going to go to the middle of the video like I did last time Ten minutes in I'm just let her talk for a minute ITP, idiopathic thrombocytopenia And here's XMRV in 30% of the people with that disease And what does the MMR um, uh, uh, package insert say but in rare cases of course it's not rare at all you can get ITP a fatal bleeding disorder from an MMR shot and, and so in 2011 of course they shut me down jailed me and all of this stuff and, and said I stole my own notebooks so the minute I saw Brian um, Hooker's um, showing a page from William Thompson's um, notebook and it said what are we going to do about the problems with the blacks um, with the blacks because they were disproportionately injured she's, and killed she's talking about by the MMR, MMR vaccine and here we associate we finally understood um, uh, uh, Andy Wakefield's data as to that nonspecific inflammation called eosinophilia, another part of the innate immune response that says you don't have a defense against virus. You're heavily shifted towards TH2, towards um, other kinds of parasites, other kinds of, of, you know, worms and things like that. So this is, interestingly enough, right now, all the all the websites are saying, oh, we'll use, um, you know, anti-malarial drugs, hydroxychloroquine. Well, that's a, um, uh, you know, that's a parasite drug. So why does it work? Well, now we know why it works, because um, it's not a coronavirus. They're covering up XMRV. Every single day, more data shows me that that, um, SARS-CoV-2 does not equal COVID-19. SARS-CoV-2 plus uh, XMRVs, mouse retroviruses. Mouse um, retroviruses. You know, put, you know uh, uh, put into people by forced vaccines for at least 30 years of heavily contaminated and dirty vaccines. And the group in Italy um, proved it as well. So the flu vaccines will have retroviruses. The polio vaccines will have retroviruses. The, the polio or mouse, there's some bird ones in the flu. So here here your government is saying, get the, get the flu shot, get the flu shot. Oh yeah, and that will kill you very quickly, especially if you have an underlying um, 
uh, an underlying XMRV infection that we've been able to successfully treat with natural products and, and just as we were in type 1 interferon, just as we were in cannabis, medical cannabis for um, HIV AIDS. So the mechanisms and the signature, I mean, we published a paper in 2011 which I'll post for your audience on our website, plaguethebook.com. That paper is the signature of XMRV-associated disease because we know a lot of people are asymptomatic. Okay, so that's, we just listened to what, two minutes? Something yeah. like that. That's two minutes of, this woman starts and does not stop or pause for 32 minutes and 28 seconds. And this is a whistleblower who was fired and had all the suicide threats on her and everything like that. Um, who's basically, I mean, it, it's that's just a, that's like one little thing. She's talking about a bunch of different things there. But she goes on and on and on about um, basically how... Um, how, how coronavirus, you know, the, the Corbid 16.5 is connected to a number of things that are not actually a coronavirus from bats. It's actually a mouse virus, and it's actually activated by things like radiation from 5G, and it's actually far more prevalent in people who have been heavily vaccinated with certain vaccines, particularly the flu vaccine. And there are other, if you want to research this, 30 36% more likely to... Uh, contract Corbett 16.5 if you've had the flu vaccine. Hmm. So I'm going to stop there. I'm just going to say her name again. And for the people that give a shit about what I say, if you want to look up Judy Mikovitz, PhD, the name of the video I just posted on YouTube is, it's a stupid name of the video because it's not what she said, but it's like COVID-19 is caused by vaccines is the name of the video, hmm. which is not what she's saying, but that's what the idiot that posted the videos <laughs> named the video. So check her out and um, send me a private message and let me know what you think about that. I'm going to put it on my Facebook page probably. I'm gonna, I want to rewatch it, verify her, and then if I feel like that's worth um, something worth repeating, I want to share it on my Facebook page too and you guys can... Um, we can have a little discussion about it. A little teach you a little lesson. And you some time for everybody to have a little lesson. A little discussion. Because I and that's actually something I did predict um, five weeks, five or six weeks ago as well. And Erica can verify this that I said I'm really curious what the correlation is between people who have had the the flu vaccine and people who are getting sick from this. And do you I guys got, get a flu shot? I got no. my I got I my answer. Do. I got my answer. It was thirty six percent more likely. Just on, and that's not counting the other vaccines. If you're like, you know what I mean, if you're getting, if you're for kids or people who are up to date and getting, getting all the, all the nasty shit, you know, put in them, but um, that kind of, you know, I keep finding these things that that are new twists onto my view and kind of add a new layer of funk and kind of. That's a crazy one. And uh, and it and keeps kind of confirming my bias because I was saying this shit just like I called the the one point the point one five five percent mortality rate I called it the flu vaccine was going to be shown to correlate to it and I was right so if you guys want to have a conversation with about it uh, let me know if you want to if you want to skip past this get back to the jokes that's fine too but I wanted to that's my favorite thing because this shit is fascinating to me right on I like it. My favorite thing. Um, 
McMillions. Yeah. Documentary. Hell yeah. yeah. It's a documentary Back series. Monopoly thing. Yeah. From, from HBO. The it's got some characters in it, too. Fucking lots of characters, <laughs> yeah. dude. If it wasn't... If it was a Netflix documentary instead of HBO documentary, it, it would have been just as... I think so. Maybe not as big as Tiger King, because Tiger, everything about Tiger King is outlandish. Just when you think it couldn't be more outlandish, it gets more yeah. outlandish. But uh, it's a good documentary. I mean, it, it involves the mob, the Colombo family. Yeah. What in McMillions? Yeah, yeah. it was <laughs> the so crazy. absolutely insane. Everything about it was like the the FBI guy. He's like this this guy, which been, he is great. He could have been a stand up comedian. He he's he's he was so charismatic. He could have been an actor. Yeah, I think He's I know. Great. I probably think I know which guy you're talking about. He's on all the mob shit. Um, no, I've never seen this guy in anything before. He's just—he's a real FBI guy. He's like a—he—he he was just walking by guys. His uh, essentially his trainer because he's new and he wants to get a nice saucy case. And he sees a post-it note on his computer screen that says uh, McDonald's monopoly fraud question mark. And he sees it and he's like. What's that? And the guy's like, ah, it's probably nothing. And he takes it and he looks at the number on the back and he calls the number and, and yeah, it just takes off from there. It's pretty great. It is absolutely crazy how this happened. Everybody knows the McDonald's monopoly. Hell God, yeah, it's dude! Fucking nuts. It was crazy. Yeah, I was eating so much fucking McDonald's. Every McDonald's. one Not of the winners. Not because of monopoly. I was just eating it. But I'm just saying. <laughs> Every one of the winners from 1989 until 2001 of the big prizes, like. 25 grand and up We're Italian basically <laughs> <laughs> Yeah for a long time there Most of them Yeah, yeah for a long time If, if anybody would take, take a snapshot of this episode <laughs> We are the world's most anti-Italian podcast <laughs> <laughs> But I can remember peeling the Monopoly piece uh, yeah. Like going through getting it And I'm like oh free biscuit And then just getting right back in line Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> free biscuit <laughs> Fatty. It was absolutely insane. Or you just grab it, like, hold on a second. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hook me up. <laughs> I love when he accidentally sent the report to yeah. the newspaper. Like this tiny newspaper in South Carolina. Yeah. He accidentally. No, it's a crazy story. The story is insane. I don't want to ruin it because it's yeah. free on Hulu right yeah, now. Yeah, watch it. It's so good. I felt bad for um, the black girl. Yeah. I felt so bad for her. Um, mm. Because everybody has to pay restitution. They don't understand how much they owe in taxes. Like you're yeah. not really getting that much money when you're paying them money for. Because they would. This guy would steal the game pieces. He he worked for the for the promotional company. Yeah. That uh, ran the game, and he would deliver the game pieces to the uh, the printing place to the printing place, and then they would put them on random. Either cups, yeah, pull, pull them right fry off the things, fry uh, boxes or whatever. Yeah. And um, then he would, he had a fucking briefcase handcuffed to his own arm. And he would, uh, the, a woman was with him at all times. They had like, the accounting they, firm. they had two different, um, Combinations for the briefcase to We're get not going to spoil it. this or anything, are we? No. Okay. <laughs> because but it's a build-up is how he did it. It's a huge build-up. Yeah. They don't reveal how he did it, did it till the very end. Yeah. It's fucking insane. And you never really find out who the whistleblower was. Yeah, don't. I don't know You, no you kind of think you know who it is, but yeah. you don't, you're not sure. Yeah. Um, I kind of think old girl killed her husband. Yeah. 
The, Maybe. Yeah, we'll figure. It, yeah, you don't know. You don't know. Dude, don't know. it's so good. It, she it, is a character. Is a she was oh, so yeah. hot in her day, too. She was beautiful. Yeah, she, she looked completely different. Yeah. yeah I don't know what happened to her. Lots of things. I mean, life happened. <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing. She's in jail but already. I, for I highly rate It's six episodes. It was really yeah, good. I could have watched it for six more. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. It it's good. fucking great. Like, uh, the dude's brother and his, and they're such a weird, quirky couple. Yeah, to be like a mob family. They couple. were hilarious. Yeah. Like, <laughs> they would finish each other's sentences all the time. The uh, the guy and his wife. Yeah, the mob. Yes. The she mob just sat there and couple. looked. Oh yeah, no, she looks scared. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. This. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because she would Ohio. finish. The Columbus family is an Ohio family, an Ohio mob family. Yeah, the mob is big in Ohio. Oh, Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. And the, she would just sit sit there while her extremely charismatic husband, who was uh, the brother of the Colombo family, yeah. was would just talk his ass off, and then she'd correct him. Do they that, talk like Ohio it, people? But, yeah, they talk uh, like Ohio God. people. And then, <laughs> that and, really. But they, she would finish a lot of his shit that he would say. Oh. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, oh yeah, like, and this, they were just it was a, this sort of normal family that is connected to this big. It was just. Um, it was so. It was great. I loved it. The uh, fuck. I'm trying to think of the. Um, I can't think of what, what I was going to say about it. But yeah, it's filled with absolutely insane characters. Um, to, uh, the lawyers for the, for the oh, defense. Oh, dude, the defense lawyers. They're yeah, they were core, dude. fucking insane. <laughs> The guy looks like he's related Absolutely to the Bush hardcore. family. Yeah. He just looks like a Bush. This guy, the the perpetrator of all of it, just a regular dude who uh, wanted to be notable. And they would, God damn, it's so fucking, it's, it's insane really how good. they pulled it off. Yeah. And then they brought the game back. Yeah. Hell yeah, they did. I mean, within the last few years, I've played the Monopoly game. Yeah, I, I remember. remember. I just hate. That dude's got millions buried. Somewhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because he had so much cash brought to him, he's got it buried. Yeah. Somewhere. Just all of the people's. So many people lost their job. That's what I was going to say. Because of. Everybody in this in the uh, that marketing promotional agency. firm lost their job. The entire printing company the lost com- their job. Yeah. And that marketing agency was like a global agency. Oh, yeah. They were huge. But that was like one of their biggest accounts. Have you talked to your people where you work about these people? Mm-mm. God, I bet that'd be a fun conversation. Yeah, I wonder if anybody, like, you know, but it, I mean, imagine having that big account like that. And they said McDonald's was like 90% of their. Yeah, it was a huge, I mean, I can't imagine how, I mean, that's all they did. Yeah. It was a Monopoly game. And uh, I guess there was a Who Wants to Be a Millionaire game that they scammed too, but they focused mainly on Monopoly. Yeah. It was absolutely bonkers. Watch it. And my other favorite thing is the Midnight Gospel. It's Duncan Trussell. Yes. And Pendleton How many episodes Ward. have you watched? I've watched all of it. Oh, okay. damn I watched it there? all last night. There's eight. Eight, eight, yeah, there's eight episodes. We <sighs> watched the first one. great. It is. So, okay, it is. A, they have a podcast, but then they kind of like Well, here's edit. the thing. Here's, the, here's the, the crux of the show. The show centers around a man named Clancy Kilroy. <laughs> that is Duncan Trussell's character. And he bought a black market... Um, universe simulator and you can go into these universes you stick your head into this vagina type thing it looks like a vagina and you can go into these universes and you can bring but these are simulated universes but they're real to everybody that's in that universe and you can bring back resources from that universe he brings back a dog in the first he brings back a dog and the thing is he fucking sucks 
He's not good at his job. He's a fucking stoner. He's <laughs> he's he's a do he's doulas. And yeah, we need so to. what he decides to do. Oh, also, every one of these universes in his universe simulator is going through an apocalypse. <laughs> That's how bad he is at managing his universes. Every single one <laughs> is going through an apocalypse. And so he decides, fuck it. I'm just going to interview people when I go into these universes instead of actually trying to do anything. Yeah, put it up as a podcast. Put it up as a, as a, a space, cast space cast called The Midnight Gospel. He has one listener. <laughs> 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 and uh, so he... It, it intertwines his actual Duncan Trussell's actual interviews with Dr. Drew or whoever. And then it has animation over top of it and they're fighting zombos. They call them zombos <laughs> in this one. And um, they're interviewing at the same time. And Dr. Drew's like, he'll be like, hold on a second. And he'll be like, bah! <laughs> and just fire off a round I love of that his character bullets. is like really short yeah, and he, he just keeps like yeah, stuffing apparently his knees don't bend <laughs> So yeah. stupid. Just all these, and they're it's talking just, about like, like the weirdest shit. It's oh, so weird, but it is, it's so good. And I well, can't. I'm telling, it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Okay, I'm not. I joking. want to watch the last episode. Yeah, it's. it's I uh, cried throughout almost all of it. The last episode, really? he uh, interviews his mom. That's right. Yeah. she passed away. And she's she yeah she's dead. He interviews his mom. She has for his podcast. stage four cancer. And it's they honestly got, it. I watch and they it. animated. It's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not kidding. It was. I always refer to amazing. John as our Duncan Trussell with it yeah, for a while. You sort of are our, our Duncan Trussell. <laughs> like, yeah. It's. Uh, I'm. I'm not kidding. It's trippy. It's weird. It's fucked up. But it's once you get to that last episode, everything comes together, and it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. I hope mm-hmm. they never stop. Yeah, I'm going to have to get something. Okay. To might watch it tonight. It's. Also, Pendleton Ward has his hands in it. Joey Diaz, I think, is in every episode. Yes. <laughs> in one way, shape, or form, Joey Diaz is in every episode. Yeah. I, where he was on, Joey was talking about it. And he Joey and Duncan are like really good buddies behind, mm-hmm. this, behind the uh, it's scenes. The, the one with his mom, I, I don't want to ruin it. It is fucking beautiful. Yeah, I want to. Because I remember I listened to it whenever it came out. And I could barely hold it together. Where I don't even know where I worked at the time, but uh, I guess I could pull up like a, a trailer for it so people could see it. And at least we could see it here. Yeah, do that. Mm-hmm. It is a really but awesome the animation. I mean, it's just take. It's so good. with simulator in three two one well that explains everything yeah Pendleton Ward Which universe will you choose today? 
And he picks an avatar for each universe, too. Could I um, interview you for my space cast? Are you worried because it seems like we're all about to die? Is that a yes? What does death look like to you? I think we need to simplify this. Your life that you thought was real was just a dream. Holy shit. Are you a metaphor? (laughs) (laughs) Stop fighting it. Face the void. Just be here now. That was Ram Dass. Yeah, it looks... Um... Okay, cut to commercial. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you guys know Ram Dass. Uh, He was one of the original people to study LSD, and he became like a like a guru guy, and he changed his name. His Richard Alpert was his real name, and he changed it to Ramdas. But he interviewed him on his podcast a long time ago, and he's also in it, and he's dead now. But I'm not kidding. It's uh, it's fucking weird. And uh, he said a lot of the things you see in it are things he's seen when he's on mushrooms or acid or molly or whatever or all of them at the same time <laughs> but uh it i the last episode it made me cry there's one episode where he goes to a prison planet everybody in there is in prison and one of the guys the guy he interviews has had his tongue cut out and he has a soul bird it's a bird that is t- tethered to him that flies with him that speaks for him <laughs> and he in order to get out of the prison he has to do everything correctly i'm not really spoiling anything um, so he does it. The whole episode is sort of like a, a Groundhog's Day thing. Like he, the first attempt, he kills all the guards as he is on his way out. Second time, he does that again, and he keeps doing it, and he keeps feeling worse and worse about it. And then the last time, he, whenever he sees the guards, he pictures himself, and he just disarms them, and he gets through without killing anybody, and he's set free. And that, that almost made me cry. I'm about to cry right now thinking about it. It was beautiful. I promise. It's so weird. Yeah. It makes me want to do with psychedelics. Yeah, it's so bad. I've got, um, <clears throat> I'm trying to get a line on some, uh, on some uh, psilocybin mushrooms. If I can get a significant amount, maybe we can. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's something I need to do. You've never done it. You definitely should try it. I mean, um, I've done it two times. I have no regrets. I wanted, I've been wanting to do it again. For years, but I don't because everybody and every, I don't have any friends that use them, so I never get access. Every uh, every one of the comedians I listen to or whatever that has done a significant significant amount of it, like Duncan Trussell, his his entire existence is talking about it and yeah and all that stuff. Like they seem like they have it more together than and uh, anybody. And my buddy said um, that also people who have like serious cluster headaches or migraine headaches that. Um, even a small dose of psilocybin mushrooms, PTSD, crushes headaches. They're doing. Really? They're studying it now. It's it's, it's become decriminalized. You don't in have California. to take enough to trip or anything. Just like a enough. That's so fast. Yeah, like, microdosing is becoming a big deal. Yeah, with with that, it's supposed to be Migraines the best antidepressant. Suck. Like I've never had them. My mom used to get them and be down for a week. The, now mine weren't that bad, but like I just have to go into a, like a dark room. 
Mine last, let me sleep on Mine last about off. 12 to 12 to 36 hours. Jesus. Yeah, mine started when I was like six. I remember mm. getting my first one. Kratom um, actually helped me a little bit with my headaches, more, more than ibuprofen or anything else. Really? That's one thing I do use Kratom for, for sure. Yeah, I want to try it. It doesn't I, always work, but there are times where I'm like, I'm like, I've tried. Okay, I got up. I was like, I knew what was happening. I did the ibuprofen thing. I tried eating. I tried exercise, you know, et cetera, et cetera. I tried fucking drinking. <laughs> Nothing works. Right. And then I'm like, okay, let's do a big tablespoon of kratom here. And then like the layers just layers of, there have been times where I've done that where it's like, there's no doubt in my mind that this is working on this particular yeah. headache. Really? Yeah. Just, kratom just wrecks my stomach. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that's for you, but. Have I don't tried, think it's my thing. Have you tried capsules? Mm, no, I don't think I have. Or maybe I mean, an extract. If it's fucking up your stomach, I don't think the capsule. Yeah, it probably wouldn't make a difference. But are you drinking it with? Are you taking it with juice? Are you using an acid to break it down? Or are you just taking it like we take it with water? Like savages, savages. Um, I'm wondering. I'm wondering what I'm. The reason I'm asking is I'm wondering if you mixed it with something that made it more palatable and helped break down the cell wall a little bit before you ingested it. If that might be easier on your stomach, maybe because it's so gritty. Mm-hmm. It's. That a is, nasty I could boy. see how it, it's like drinking sand. I could see how it could wear out. Your, sand? Like last <laughs> we week. We ate when, sand. <laughs> we do eat sand. <laughs> Every podcast. I, I mean, I I felt, I was sick for like two days after yeah, last and, Friday. And Eric, I felt terrible. Erica had tried, um, has tried Kratom a little bit and she gets like little belly aches from it too. So it's, it's not just It's similar, you. like, I don't know if you, if you take like pain pills and you feel like constipated and your stomach's just like really upset. Kratom does the same thing to me. But mm-hmm. last weekend, I mean, I was scared I had the virus first. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, God. But I never had a fever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm, I'm fine. Fever. But, yeah, so <sighs> for everyone, because we, we advocate. We advocate. Uh, we talk about Kratom a lot on here. Oh, so yeah. It's yes. a good thing. It's not a good thing for everybody. It is not a good thing no. for everybody. No, I've, 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 I've really selected on who I give it to. I gave it to Tracy. Tracy loved it until he didn't. Like, it really made him It can do that sick. to you. So sick. Now, I, felt, I felt good. Well, I, you know, while I was on it, but the afterwards, day, the, yeah. it's just not I worth it. I told you, man. I gave it to my sixty at the time. I think she was sixty-five year old mother, and um, you know, I gave her like less than a teaspoon, maybe a teaspoon, and she was like, "Yeah, I'll try it." She, she was all about it. I brought her some, and um, we took it together, and she got high as fuck. She had a great time, and then like the next day, she, you know, we didn't talk for like a week or something, and she was like, "Yeah, that." It was great, but then like the day after, I had like kind of a really bad hangover, so I just decided it's not for me. Our friend Logan at work, uh, I got him into it, and uh, he takes like a heroic dose, and then two white claws and a couple of Benadryls. Benadryl, <laughs> he candy <Jesus>. flips. <laughs> Jesus, he's a kid. He's twenty three years old, so he, <laughs> he can handle. It. He's got time. What's a yeah. white? Claw? I don't know what I would. White claws like a seltzer water, like a. The shit Aaron drinks. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, like alcohol. It's like the higher <laughs> the higher class version. Than, yeah, but uh, if you go with Natty, it's six percent alcohol. Yeah. I will say that the white claw black cherry flavor. It's, it's good. good. It's, it's the best. Yeah. I wish I still drank. No, you don't. That's I mean no, it's do. fine. I'm not going to. You can well you know what they say, you can wish in one hand and shit in the other. <laughs> and see which one oh, up oh Maron. <laughs> I'm using my Sopranos words now. I've been saying Ugats a lot lately. When uh, I've been saying I have Agita. Agita. I looked it up because they kept saying it in like the first season of Sopranos. Like, what? What is Agita? Like, 
It's anything. Anything. Any, it's heartburn. It's if something aggravates you. You're giving me agita. It's anything. <laughs> it's really funny. That's another favorite thing. I finished my rewatch of The Sopranos. It's <coughs> tremendous. If people, even Carrie, who loved the show, that's my ex-fiance, she... I got her in the Game of Thrones and we started watching Sopranos and she said she hated the last episode. And I just know I wouldn't I did hate not. It. I know, I know. I, know I, I did I not. Hate it. I got it. It... A lot of people don't like when you're left to make your own choice and what That's happens. Absolutely, they don't want. They want to. Well, tell me what's happened. It's like, no. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, you know, the, the yes essentiality of the last episode. Yeah, and it, it, the reason Tony got shot. That's the reason he's not. You know what I mean? He's changing. Like his his life changed. He got shot at the beginning by Junior Uncle June, and at the beginning of the the last season. And he a lot of a lot of it. He was in the hospital, of in a coma. He got shot in the last episode. You didn't see it, but he did. Re- look up the, the that's the, the theory, the, the break the breakdown of the theory. You mean when it cuts off? Yes. See, the way I see it is he had a nice dinner with his family, and he kept changing his life and became a better man. That's the way I see. It. That's a nice way to see it, but that's the way I want to see it because yeah. he was changing. He was becoming better. Right. But I could also see. I mean, he he had a lot of people pissed off. It's because the. The point of view thing yeah. Like you don't see it from I mean you don't see things from his point of view anymore Because he's not there He got shot You know what I mean It's like I don't know how I can't remember the description But it made a lot of sense I was like I can't wait till I get to that point I never got there so. You know one of the The saddest characters in that entire thing Is Artie Bucco The restaurant The restaurant Yes who, But it was a colossal prick yeah. just, Well he's just a, He was hapless Well he's a, He's what is he's a, he's a He's a schlemiel you know. Schlemazle? Haas, Haas and Pfeffer, Pfeffer Incorporated. Incorporated. No, the Schlemiel. <laughs> no, actually, he's a Schlemazle. Oh, the okay. Schlemiel is the one who spills the soup. The Schlemazle is the one who I gets the soup I wish you guys could hear this as someone who has no reference. I mean, Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> Schlemiel, Schlemazle. Yeah, that was totally Laverne and Shirley. Okay. Like, no, but those, those, those are two is. Yiddish words. The Schlemiel is the guy who spills the soup. The yeah. Schlemazle is the guy who gets the soup spilled on him. Yeah. Okay. And it's something that happens to him all the time. Okay. Like a Schlemiel would be like a, a klutz, putz kind of person. A Schlemazle is that guy who should always have. Yeah. Jerry is a fucking schlamazel and a schlamiel at the same fucking time. Jerry? Yes. Oh, Jerry Gary. Jerry uh, on a Gergich. Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. Gary, Gary, okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's a schlamiel and a schlamazel. Yeah. Uh, Artie so, Bucco is definitely a schlamazel. Yeah. He's just trying to run a restaurant and shit just keeps happening. And his also, got I was going to say, <laughs> literally the next thing I was going to say is Charmaine is the underrated most sexy chick in that show. God, she's fucking hot. And she's still hot to this day. But I think the hottest woman is that uh, she didn't win even the show that much is the, uh, is the lady gangster who. Oh, yeah. God. The one from Italy or the one from Jersey? Jersey. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Four feet of fury, that lady. <laughs> Anyway, that's my my favorite things. What's Sopranos? I can't sing its praises fucking enough. Aaron, you got a uh, subreddit of the week? I would watch it, but I hate those fucking Italians so <laughs> much. <laughs> well, it gives you a lot of ammunition. <laughs> I don't need any more. I don't need any more. <sighs> I'm, I'm going to tell my friend Nick to listen to this episode in particular. Like you have to watch that. Listen to that episode. Maybe we should. You're going to love. Maybe it. we should lean, lean the title towards. You know, one of the Italian slur titles, whichever <laughs> they were. Bada bing. You could call it the episode Bada bing. Well, there was one, wasn't there one that was. 
one blood, two cups, and a ridiculous people. A ridiculous people. <laughs> because this is the theme as we hate it. I actually got that from Family Guy. <laughs> Might have done this one before. I'm pretty sure I have, but it's a great one. R slash confuse the boners. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just pictures like this. Yeah. <laughs> it was like boobs. Yeah. It's a flower that looks like a vagina. <laughs> it does look like a vagina. It's really pretty. Whoa. Yeah, like it's kind of confusing. Maybe have a boner. I don't know what that is. <laughs> it's it like looks a confused boner. Yeah. I think that is a uh, an actual confused boater. Oh, oh, oh. She trying to stretch her mouth around a wiener. <laughs> uh, uh, it looks like the foreskin is pulled up around the wiener, and she's sticking her her tongue up in between the wiener what and the, the foreskin. Fuck? That's very it's confusing. confusing. <laughs> <laughs> the life is gone from her eyes. Ugh. This is this is one of them you can just really get into. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> what the fuck? That's R slash confused boners. Yeah. Uh, this one right here is really cool though. That looks like a cartoon, right? But it's a chick that has painted herself. Right? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I, it's, that one's not giving me a boner like uh, this one has. Is she pooping? I don't know. Hold on. I think that's just the porn. I, I'm not confused at that at all. I know why I'm getting a boner. <laughs> she, got, she got a nice butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just rough. Stiff arm her? No, he was. Uh, he just. He cups like one boob. And then uh, it's, it's just like, like smacking just one boob. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. R slash oh, boners. Confused boners. <laughs> That's right, you pieces of fucking shit, you goomba wop motherfuckers. It's that time again. It's time for the period report. With Elena. I'm not on my period. Whoa! Maron! <laughs> the men I got. Get it up to here! <laughs> Chrissy, where's my fucking money? Based on the show statistics, there's like a there's like a point three percent chance that you would be on your period. Well, what's the, the epidemiology stats on? <laughs> that's Five weeks ago, I said that, that's what I was going for. I said that she was not going to be on her period this weekend. I was right. Uh, that's right, you fucking guinea. 
<laughs> Greaseball motherfuckers. <laughs> Holy shit, you yeah. fucking sauce monkeys. You went ahead fucking hard on me. <laughs> the thing is, I've probably got some Italian in me. I've been in some, you know what I'm saying? Hey. Oh, Maron. <laughs> Maron. You know something crazy? Tomatoes. Tomatoes. Are Let's call the whole thing an am- hey. Are an American crop. There were no tomatoes in Europe or Africa or anywhere else before they found America. What the fuck did those greasers eat before Columbus came here? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking pomade? No pasta sauce? No tomatoes? Huh. Huh. What were they eating? They were just walking around mad all the time. <laughs> that's what it was. I want a man of God. That's if, why that's why you had the Roman get, Empire. They were pissed off. Yeah, yeah. They just they if we ever get a red fruit, I'm telling you, we're gonna make some sauce. <laughs> we just do something kind of sweet. <laughs> if we ever get a red fruit. Sweet and savory. I mean, if some people think it's a vegetable, but it's it's a fruit, I think. It comes from a vine. You sound like Polly Walnuts right now. He always has to go on some... Like the whole thing with fucking espresso. Uh, cappuccino. That's ours. Cappuccino. <laughs> we're, fu- we're getting fucked out of this. <laughs> so mad about cultural appropriation. I know. <laughs> God, if he, was a real guy, if he was like a real guy and heard this, we'd all be dead. Uh, I mean, he wasn't... He, was he was connected, but he wasn't made. Right. But uh, you heard it here first No trash coming from a gash No precipitation coming from a baby making station There's no sauce No sauce coming from From a manigot <laughs> From lasagna From between the legs You know what I'm saying You guys know what I'm saying You get it <laughs> Anybody got anything else Yeah I got one more thing Oh shit Oh um, shit So I was, I was having a messenger conversation with Chuck and um, we we're talking about prepping a little bit. And um, one of the things that um, I came across today that I think is like amazing, if anybody's interested in, in um, arming themselves at all, who's not, who hasn't previously, you know, if you don't already have like guns and stuff, and you're thinking about arming yourself, like for hunting or home defense or the boogaloo or shooting drones down or whatever you want to do. Um, I've got a like a pretty the awesome Rossi recommendation. RS-22. Let's check it out. The Rossi RS22 semi-automatic 22LR budget carbine. That's the name of the YouTube video. It's a $120 retail um, semi-automatic mm-hmm. rifle that comes with a 10-shot clip or 10-shot magazine that shoots little 22s. It's brand new. For 122 bucks, and it's got all the shit. You can hook a scope to it. You can um, you can put laser sights on it. You can put a bayonet on it because it's got the shit to hook that stuff on there. Like super cheap. All your apocalypse needs right there. Yeah, if you had to pick one apocalypse gun, and and bullets are a factor, you know what I mean. Like a backpack. Uh, I think Jay Gray said a backpack full of 22 LRs. You can outlast it. Go run in the woods, outlast anybody. Because the bullets are so small. It's just like shooting a BB gun. Yep. It might not be good to take a deer down or anything. No, no, no. With hollow points? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You never thought about that. With the right ammo, it absolutely would. But it'll definitely go through the soft skull of a tyrant. 20 bucks. (laughs) 
I think it was first it retailed at 139. I think it's down to like 129, and then you can find it on sale for yeah. Oh, Let me just say this. I like, the, I like the brand fucking. And you've got different. <laughs> yeah. You can get different stock styles. Like there's OD green. It's like a plastic stock. You can get OD green, black. Um, there's a bunch of different colors. Where can colors. I get one of those? Walmart, Walmart carry that? Fuck, well, I don't know. Google it. Probably. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Unnecessarily aggressive. I mean, there's, there's, like, there's, all, there's all kinds of... Like, I uh, loved that. There's all kinds of... Um, so much. Like cool gun shops, shops and stuff. And it's Angler's Roost in so. Somersville, West Virginia. Hell yeah. It burned down. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. Um, or you might be able to, like... Or I would say also no shit, and the reviews on the thing are incredible. I mean, I would say it's basically a Ruger 1022, which is a more expensive gun from a higher, you know, fancier company that is the same thing. Now on Get Zone, we're doing a holiday gift guide, and we're going to be featuring the Rossi mm. RS. I don't care what this guy is saying, but I just wanted to show you guys um, the gun in action. Let me fast forward a little bit. I don't care about your dorky yeah, shit. Crossman BB gun. I mean, uh, gun. You know what's uh, it was just fun about so light and handy. gun nerds? But once I really started taking a look is at the stock itself, it is some kind of not that they're any. It's it's that they're the exact same as like comic book nerds. Mm-hmm. All nerds are the same. Yeah. So my brother's a big gun nerd, so he'd be extremely interested in all this. Oh, he already knows about. This. Oh, yeah, I guarantee. I guarantee. <laughs> um, this is this is like the poor man's AR-15. I'm not even playing. And you can get. So he, he goes on to say, so the, the clip is like a 10-round, um, or the, the magazine is a 10-round magazine. I'm not very good with the terminology. I'm obviously not actually. Yeah, they hate it when you say clip. I'm not actually going to, but fuck them. I know. Or if you say, <laughs> if you say like, shell instead of cartridge, or I yeah, don't know. If you call it a yeah, bullet. You know what the fuck I'm talking about. It's the, th- it's the shooty thing. <laughs> so, um, but you can get from a different, um, I forget which company, but you can get, he's, you can get um, a 25 round mag from a different con- co- company that also fits in that gun. So you can basically get a 25 round mag. That means semi automatic, as fast as you can pull the trigger 25 times. There's, and there's prob- no kick on a 22. Either. No, 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 it's more accurate. You're not going to get freaked out by the kick of it. It's l- very unlikely to jam because they did a review on that part of it. It's like really, you know, it works really well. It's light, it's like four pounds. First time it's- I shot a gun, it was. Uh, my dad had me shooting the twenty two in the backyard. I was like, this is great. And I'm shooting a gun in the backyard. And then dad was like, you want to try the 30 out 6 I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Knocked it out. That's oh, goddamn. I was Why like, did every dad do old. that? They're they, like, oh, they, it's yeah. a fucking rite of passage for dads that's to a, do that type of like, shit. That's the size of the 30 out 6 bullet. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's a freaking. I mean, it's order. a sniper rifle. It it's, is. A, they used them as sniper rifles back in the day. But uh, yeah, that, uh, d- damn near dislocated my shoulder. <laughs> It was hilarious. It's a bit much. <laughs> it's aggressive. <laughs> My dad didn't give a fuck about a deer. He just <laughs> chewed its head off. <laughs> uh, we should start doing a gun podcast. <laughs> but not knowing anything about yeah, guns. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we could talk. We could uh, say all of it and have my brother listen to it, then have him give his actual information. I'm actually pretty interested in this thing. Like, if I ever get my uh, relief money, I might buy. Um, yeah, I'm wondering what the hell my relief money is. I also, I will, I will go ahead and say me? that the other, the other prepper gun that I will recommend to, to anybody, other than a, a semi-automatic 22 rifle like that, Save this. is a um, a double barrel shotgun. Not most people are going to recommend that, but um, there's there's a couple do- double barrel shotguns. One from uh, Mossberg and one from. Um, 
think it's Stoger is the name of the company. They're like tactical shotguns. They're shorter and they're light. And basically, you just put two rounds in it. You can go boom, boom, and you get two shots. But the thing about a 12 gauge that's so neat, is unique is like you have so many different options for like what a 12 gauge cartridge can do. You could have a bird shot, which is like a bunch of little tiny BBs, which is good for killing a bird. You could have a slug, which is basically a rifle. You could have double lot buck, which is like I think there's like nine like big BBs. It's basically like shooting nine 22 rounds at somebody all at once. That's if you really want to kill them. Then they also have all these like crazy rounds. Like there's one called Dragon's Breath, which is basically a flamethrower round. Love it's like it. napalm. You just go so awesome. and it, it will set the guy on fire and like burn. This their sounds skin like shit on Resident Evil. And then they have another round that's like a bolo round. You guys know what a bolo is? Yeah, the it's two balls attached by a chain that you throw. So imagine uh, a, a a big shotgun cartridge that has two giant lead balls in it attached by a chain. So when it shoots, it goes and spins like a disc <laughs> and could cut someone's fucking head off. It sounds like cheat codes but from the, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. I was going to say, my, the shotgun's my favorite weapon on Red Dead. Yeah. And so incinerary bullets too, So yeah. my thinking is, it's a double barrel shotgun. You, you got two rounds in there. You got two shots and you load it with what you want. And if you can't make it happen after that, you should probably die anyway. <laughs> that sounds fun. Dying? Yeah. No, shit. Can't wait. <laughs> Anybody got a song they'd like to use to go out on? Anybody? Yeah, I got one. Oh, do you, you queer? Of course he does. Of course you do. I've got one. Dude, I totally hey, have one. You hook up well, to that go. one. You can both go at the same time. Same time. We're, do- we're doing it. Wouldn't it be crazy if they both picked the same one? Nah, yeah, that's not, not gonna happen. Yeah, uh, get your get them ready, and we'll and we'll uh, tell me when. Click them on at the same time. And you can kind of fade one in. One yeah. Out. You got yours ready? Oh yeah. Okay, you go. I'm. All right. Oh shit! There's one. I think I'm gonna win this one. Oh shit! We forgot to talk about yeah, this. Yeah, we did. John, did you ever watch that? What? The David Brent movie. No, I don't think so. Oh, it's a David Brent movie on Netflix where he takes his music on the road. Oh, God. Yeah. I know right. you're a David Brent guy. That's right up my alley. Mine's playing. I'd hit pause because we're going to listen to this song. <laughs> we don't have to listen to mine at all. It's all right. I don't care. to this and then go out on his. Yeah. I'm sure his is a little bit more serious than that. Not necessarily. It's probably a little bit less racist against anti-Native American. (laughs) The beautiful thing is it's supposed to be pro, but he's just, he's an idiot. He's an idiot. (laughs) Stupid. 
<laughs> I forgot all about this. <laughs> I have a song if you're not ready. I'm ready. But go ahead. You always have music. <laughs> God damn it. This one's a good one. You'll like it. Oh, he changes it up. There's a whole album of shit like this. And him, was he, did he tour America in the movie? Yes. There's a really good rap song in it too. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Okay. Chuck, it's time to go out. All right. God damn it. I love Ricky Gervais. That's out now. Uh, Afterlife. Season two's out. Now. Oh, really? Is the the David Brent thing on Netflix? It's for Netflix. So yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Episode two sixty three. We haven't even talked about it. We, you guys want to do one tomorrow? Yes. I don't know if we're going to make it or not. We're going to uh, ramping. Whatever. Oh, hey, hey. I'll talk to you about that in a minute. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening. Might be There might be a bonus. Might not. I don't know. Bye-bye. Change.